0: the pounding begins the wagons are circled every wind is raided it's football time in america and this republic has never been stronger the sportsocracy beer city's best sports talk live from the Ingle studio
1: it is ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM 8:80 a.m. and 1400 the Sportocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app seen everywhere on YouTube go to the sportocracy.com click the live video link subscribe to the channel join us in the chat you can see us live here in the Engle studio as it is a threadbare Thursday all important for you
2: to get uh, subscribed to the channel if uh, you're a member of that YouTube channel you saw me well kind of live uh it was recorded but you had a chat so it looked live uh because it's mock draft time it's the happiest it's the happiest time of the year <laughs> i really need to cut a uh the i can't remember it was from south park when they did montage mm-hmm. gonna oh be, yeah. yeah i need to do that with gonna be a mock draft mock draft and play that over all of them yes i'm all for that these are the things that jeremy thinks about at three o'clock in the morning <laughs> this is the reason he's gonna die a young man <laughs>
1: it's brilliance like that though that has gotten us to the apex that we're at right now right i, it's, I, I think you're using apex wrong but you I, know you know, you know it's, it's always continuing to climb it is kind of uh, like th- the th- apex
2: thursday. of uh thursday night football oh that we get tonight. god oh Woo-hoo!
1: man i i mean you you just don't you just love kicking the week off with a big old grumper on thursday night football although i mean. If you're into competitive football, I mean, both these teams suck something
2: awful. So it could be a close game here. I, I, I'm i not sure I can do this one. I, I You know, <laughs> I, I watch all the football. If there is a standalone game, I'm going to watch it. This you're might gonna. be my limit. This... No,
1: you're going to. You're going to watch it because you're not going to be able to take your eyeballs off of it like a train wreck am i though i don't know i'm trying to build it up here
2: the only reason that you would watch is if you got money on it right oh i'm gonna give you gambling picks and and i have to be really really honest of i always tell you how i'm going to wager things Mm -hmm. i have to give you the caveat of i ain't betting this one you're not no okay no i have bet russian table tennis i have bet nba tournament mid-season garbage yeah what scares you about this game? it's not a scares me it's okay. a, i don't want to have to watch this for <laughs> any reason <laughs> if they played this game in my backyard i would move yeah 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 um look
1: it's a winnable game for the carolina panthers right where we are the home this is the home market so carolina panthers i mean this is a winnable game for you one and seven on the season this team's terrible you should be able able to win a ball
2: well i always fall into who has the better coach who has the better quarterback and who's at home so that probably will tell you which side of this i'm going to be on i don't feel good about it no smiles in the youtube chat so all of those
1: a- are confusing to me really yeah Okay. Who's the better
2: coach? Frank, Frank Wright, Wright, not close. Okay. It, you could tell me this was Matt Eberflus against Tank Spencer with offensive coordinator Brian Hall, <laughs> defensive coordinator Eddie Fox, and special teams coordinator Mark Starling. Okay. I would still go okay. it's not Matt Eberflus. All right. Does that tell right. right. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, no shade at any of your football knowledges, but I feel like that said it appropriate. Bar. Better
1: better quarterbacks, obviously Bryce Young. Right. Talent wise, yes. All right but the panthers aren't at home so you so you lose that one uh, okay you got two out of three two out of the best two out of three two, two out, out, three out of three, three ain't bad, bad. <laughs> we've been doing this together way too long the carolina panthers chicago bears uh bad news for the carolina panthers uh the pass rush will be a little limited tonight oh so that means brian burns is not gonna play. yeah no brian Burns. i was about
2: to say because that is the past yeah rush. brian burns got uh dmp uh, you, you tour gross mottos doesn't really do much for me <laughs> frankie
1: louvu gonna play though i think i don't know he wasn't listed on the uh, injury report so he should play
2: god i feel like we should play a fun game of bear or bear take the bottom of the bears roster i'll tell you a name you tell me if they're a chicago bear or member of the parks and rec service <laughs> you thought i was going to a completely different place there, i didn't, didn't you? know
1: where you were gonna go with yeah, you that? thought i was going
2: to a dirty place i, I saw the look I on your did. face
1: i did i thought you were gonna make a joke that would get us canceled <laughs> and that kind of made me scared uh I mean, the the Bears are playing with Tyson Bajent again. Secret Bajent man secret is going to start for the fourth game in a row because Justin Fields isn't back from his uh, dislocated thumb. Bajent man. So this should be a game that you win, right? One would think. You would think that the Carolina Panthers could figure out a way to beat
2: a team that, well, pretty much everybody. Isn't it always great when you, when you watch a game that you adamantly know one of these teams really wants to win Mm -hmm. one of these teams really wants to win because i have your draft pick exactly like this is not
1: one of those like ah we'll just you know we'll lay back and it'll be fine they need to beat the panthers yes or the draft pick the, the possibility of getting the number one draft pick they get a, like a 41% chance of getting the number one pick if they beat the Panthers tonight, right? The, yeah, because the, the Cardinals the, are
2: going to accidentally win games with Kyler right, Murray.
1: Right. The Panthers pick becomes premium if you beat them tonight. Your pick becomes less valuable, but you get the bigger shot. If you were to let them win tonight, the the, the odds of you getting the first pick with either of those picks is no higher than 20% with either of the picks. So you, I, I mean, this is like big time pan. The, the Chicago Bears need to show up and play, don't I? No doubt, no doubt. And it's bad news for the Carolina Panthers, who should be, you know, they sh- they should be able to collect a win. But I don't, I don't know. It's t- Thursday night football, and it's gross, so bad. And it's gonna be like twelve to ten, and we're there's gonna be two safeties in the game. Oh yeah, so your score
2: sounds different, but that's a weird way to say eight to four. <laughs> I have the first <laughs> eight to four game in NFL history. Or will, will it be well, back to the days of Y.A. tittle and auto grail? Or-, or will this end up being that we expect that this is
1: going to be the gross little slug fest and it ends up being, well, neither of these teams can really defend each other and neither of them can really get pressure on the other one. And so we just score all night long. I mean, that's oh, the game no, I would love. I there's I would love no to path see. to that. Come on.
2: There's no path. Bryce to that.
1: Young, you know, goes 400 yards and and he looks like touchdowns. the best
2: rookie quarterback since CJ Stroud. And, oh, and, and, and Tyson shoot.
1: Baygent, man. He's just out there running his keister off, scores three rushing
2: touchdowns. And we have, we have a ball game. That's my hope for tonight. Can you give me a narrative to watch this game? Cause I have only one. There is only one narrative that I can look at, and I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm uh bending the truth a little bit just I mean, to get there. I mean, for the average fan, yes.
1: I mean, obviously if you're a fan of the team, you have a reason to watch, but for the average Oh, fan, if you're a fan the of only, the Panthers, you have way less reason to watch. The the only thing I would be watching for in this game is to see how Bryce Young responds, I guess, after the bad week last week. And all the hits that he's taken in the media because of the C.J. Stroud game last week. That's the best narrative I got.
2: Uh, in the YouTube comments, Jonathan Welch said, DJ Moore, revenge game. As uh, somebody asked, should I bench him in fantasy? Oh, good oh, Lord, no. 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 Don't do that. Don't do that. I don't care if he has me throwing to him. He's going for a bill and a tutty tonight. Uh, that will be coming Even up. Even if in he your... has to have seven rushes to get there. <laughs> and and that will be coming up in your, uh, in your five on it tonight stone sports part podcast said liquor hard liquor (laughs) uh it's it's a pretty good answer my answer would be what do the chicago bears do if tyson Bajant comes out here and is good again because he's been good minus some interceptions yes he had some interceptions against new orleans one of which was real 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 bad Mm -hmm. he comes out and beats the panthers yes Are you sitting him down for Justin Fields? Yes. I don't know that I am.
1: Yes. (laughs) Don't even think about it. We're just playing him.
2: So, and the mock draft really got me thinking about this. Because I moved around with the Bears, and I said, you know, I think they just stick with Justin Fields for another year because there's not really a quarterback that if you don't have one, you're not going to get Caleb Williams. I have some questions about Drake May. I would kill to see the Chicago Bears. Draft another North Carolina quarterback just to watch the city of Chicago implode more than it already is. (laughs) Oh, Mitch Trubisky 2.0. Yeah, they they can't do that, right? I mean, you can. Can you?
1: Yeah. If he's the best option you got, you can sell that.
2: He's different. I don't know.
1: He's been a steady starter. You can sell that. Mitch Trubisky had one year under his belt in college, mm-hmm. so we can play off that whole he was
2: a bust thing
1: mm-hmm. to a point.
2: He's still a North Carolina quarterback, and you still have ah, a very vocal fan base. Ah, I think you can get me. If they <laughs> wind up with an 0-1 pick, I do think they would take Caleb Williams. I'm not sure you're selling that Drake May thing. But as I was doing the mock draft, I looked at Chicago and went, man, you're like the most interesting team in the NFL when it comes to the draft because you're going to be picking so high. Because there's a path you could wind up with Marvin Harrison Jr. and Brock Bowers or MHJ and Jared Verse or or something ridiculous. You get two blue chip players if you don't take a quarterback. Mm -hmm. So there's part of me that almost thinks it would be beneficial to you if you didn't wind up with one. Yeah, but I'm going for one.
1: Oh, no, no, like, no, no, no.
2: Like no, we want we want the first pick. We want to we want to do this. So we can bring Caleb Williams in and typhoon his career like we have hundreds of quarterbacks before him. You know, maybe
1: we won't make the same mistakes again, right? Maybe this time we'll we'll get the first round quarterback and we'll go get an offensive coach. We'll put somebody I, I, that's got to be the best hope you can have.
2: Well, I mean, they hired an offensive. They hired offensive coaches. I'm going to say the same thing about Chicago
1: Bears quarterbacks as everybody has told us about uh, C.J. Stroud and Ohio State quarterbacks. At some point, this has to stop, right? At some point, you have to have. We're going to have a 4,000 yard passer with the Chicago Bears, and maybe this is the opportunity. Maybe this is. I mean, I'm trying to look at the sunny side of life here. I got nothing to be happy about as a Chicago Bears fan right now yeah there's really nothing staring at these two teams woo defensive tackle that we just paid too much money to or the defensive man excuse me uh like
2: i like him but that's that's not selling me 24 million dollars from montez sweat right think about what i just said oh and you gave up a second round pick to do it yeah this ain't sending me back
1: to monsters of the midway town ta- times right i'm not feeling all hunky-dunky about this
2: so i need something to cling on to and maybe this is it are there two more listless franchises in the nfl that could be playing each other on, on thursday night football
1: yes the new england patriots could be involved in this game
2: i moved the carolina
1: panthers out of that listless uh category they oh, may be yeah. listless for the rest of this season but they're not listless long term new england is listless long term
2: aren't they though are are they though what are they gonna do well, oh no, no no i'm not disagreeing with you about new england okay. i'm disagreeing with you about carolina you said that you said you moved them out of the listless tier. What exactly did they do that made you go, oh, yeah. Was it Bryce Young's two picks on screen passes? No, no.
1: They've never been out of that category. For outside me. of as high school. As soon as you f- drafted Bryce Young, you're in the category of you've got hope for the future.
2: As soon as, outside of high school football, I think I've seen 10 screen passes intercepted in my life. I watched Bryce Young do it two times mm-hmm. in the same game. Hey, bad day he had a bad day so he's had a all bunch
3: right. of bad days he's, he's really take
2: that one down really struggle struggling to acclimate to the work environment take your next turn
1: and turn it around however the damn song goes it it was a bad day all right we're just we're, we're gonna we're gonna lick our wounds and we're moving on
2: did you just throw a song lyric i did
1: i did turn
2: around every, every now, now and, and then. then it gets <laughs>
1: he can't do it without cussing i actually watched old school last night that was uh that was a throwback it was a throwback it's a great movie hey time for a break you're in the sportsocracy espn asheville 92.9 fm 880 am and 1400 it is threadbare thursday throw out your topics in the youtube comments we'll get to it before the end of the show The Asheville Championship returns to Harris Cherokee Center in Asheville, November 10th and 12th. This year's field is the best yet. The Clemson Tigers, Maryland Terrapins, Davidson Wildcats, and the Blazers of UAB. Four exciting matchups with a champion to be crowned in one of the premier early season tournaments in college basketball. For more information and to get your tickets, go to AshevilleChampionship.com. That's AshevilleChampionship.com. It all starts in Asheville, November 10th and 12th, proudly sponsored by Ingalls Markets.
4: I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis.
1: If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. And don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. The Sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. ESPN Asheville. It's a threadbare Thursday. You know, uh, in the YouTube comments here, Stone Sports Podcast he says the Carolina Panthers made a bad pick. It should have been Stroud. Frank Reich can't turn it around. There's a lot of that going on right now, and I just feel like it's foolish to give up this soon. All right, and, I mean, defend that. What I mean? Do we believe that in eight games? I mean, I mean, has this kid proved that he can't play in the NFL? Has Frank Reich? I mean, I don't know. Has Frank Wright proved that he can't develop this quarterback just because it hasn't happened in the first five months of his career or whatever it is?
2: Well, my question would be what has Frank Wright done as a coach to prove to you that he could actually turn this around? Where's my cricket sound effect? Uh, don't, don't
1: really, I don't really have anything that I can point to and go, Hey, I, I mean, he was a part of the staff in Philadelphia that won a Super Bowl. that that's, that's all he has, right? He went to Indianapolis and that was a failure, no doubt,
2: unmitigated disaster. As a head coach, where have they finished in passing yards the years that he has been head coach? Mm, No, I don't know. I'll say 20th or lower. Indianapolis, his first year was six. Okay. From there, he's gone 30th, 11th, 26th, 23rd, 27th. Okay. That's not a great track record. No. We treat Frank Reich like he's a quarterback whisperer because he played quarterback. And because when he was the OC in Philadelphia, that was the best we ever saw of of Carson Wentz. That's really all you've got. Mm Mm-hmm. You you don't have any other, hey, look, this is what he did, and it was fantastic. He had a year with Phillip Rivers where it wasn't awful. Other than that, it was unmitigated failure with Matt Ryan. Mm -hmm. It's been unmitigated failure up until this point with Bryce Young. Mm -hmm. In the next segment, we're going to talk about, are you a year away from being a year away? And I look at Carolina, and I've heard our buddy Adam Gold talking about this. Of you know, they're 14 players away from being a a real legitimate contender. Mm-hmm. I'm not tremendously sure that he's wrong. Is it that many? How many players on this roster do you look at and go, yes, this th- these will be stalwart players on a NFC South division winner. Mm.
5: I mean, brian burns
2: you've got to pay yeah you're gonna have to pay Derek brown mm-hmm. you're gonna have to pay jc horn in pretty short order and i'm not sure that i would right i mean now he can't stay a, healthy now it's a no right jeremy Chen's a decent player but i'm reasonably sure he's gonna leave at the end of this year and they were they were making calls on him at, around the deadline mm-hmm I don't see one on the on the offensive line unless somebody at some point gets intelligent and goes, hey, Ike Maquano, there's a big mulleted ginger in Asheville that said, he's a guard, he's a guard, he's a guard. Well, I mean, until you have somebody else to throw out there. I don't care if you threw – I don't care if Frank Wright played left tackle. It would be better than Ike Maquano. Are you sure? Oh, no doubt. You- he is horror-awful. Yeah. yeah. I feel like if they had a better option, they'd be
1: playing him, right? I Brady Christensen was the, was the backup plan to the backup plan right and then he got hurt Mm -hmm. so what are you going to do you got to throw your best guy
2: out there all right so let me ask this in a different way if bryce young is your franchise player let's say he figures all this out and he becomes the quarterback that you want him to be Mm -hmm. who's two who is two who is the second player you look at and go franchise player burns for now i mean it, you could easily cut
1: ties with him at the end of the season, but right now he's in that spot. Well, you're not going to cut ties. You're going to franchise him, and then
2: if you can't get a deal done, well, I don't no, you can trade him. Or there, I mean, there's well, you got to franchise him to trade him. He's got to right. be under contract, right? I don't, I don't know. I, and I like Brian Burns. I, mm-hmm. I, I do. He's a Florida State guy. Mm-hmm. And then your three is what Derek Brown. That's yeah. that is a horrid yeah. roster, or Jeremy Chan. Who most likely walks out the door of this offseason? Or Frankie Louvre? Frankie Louvre, <laughs> who was a cast off of the New York Jets, <laughs> an off-ball linebacker that the New York Jets looked yeah. at and went.
1: I mean, no, you don't have a bunch of you, you. don't have a bunch of stars, obviously. I mean, Adam Thielen would be next on
2: that so, list. Uh, so that's what that's what leads me into my question: is how how well would you have to crush the draft over what period of time? For you to go, oh yeah, contender. Yeah. You've got to get five legit while. starters every year for three years before you're even a a threat in the worst division I've ever seen. Right. The wind. That is a whale of an eight ball to be by all right. New England. I'll use them as a as a point of reference. Because you said they were the most listless team in the NFL. Yeah. You don't have a quarterback. That's super obvious. Mm-hmm. You have Christian Gonzalez, mm-hmm. your your first-round pick this year. He got hurt, but he was phenomenal. You've got uh, Matthew Judon. I think you hit on Keon White. It's going to take a little, little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Kyle Duggar, uh, Demario Douglas, who I'm really fond of. Mm-hmm. You still got pieces. I'm not sure there's a team in the NFL that I look at and go, you have less pieces that are long-term franchise players. And, and not even franchise players, just really good players on a good roster. You said Frankie Louvu. Yeah. Where would he fall in with the Cleveland Browns? Branch. It's kind of my point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's good now. And, and he's fine. I have I, I like the kid. But he's not a long-term piece. That, that, that's not a guy that you're going to go, oh, yeah, we're going to turn it around with Frankie Louvu. It's bad. It's bad, bad, bad. It but is bad, bad. I think the Carolina Panthers are the furthest team in the NFL away from, from competition. Competitive. That's why I, I yeah. think no matter how good Bryce Young is, it's never going to look great. Not in Carolina. Hmm. Not in Carolina. You have no first-round pick this year. You have no second-round pick next year. And I just said you need to hit five legit big-boy starters in the next three drafts. That's going to be really hard to do when you're missing two of your four best picks. Mm-hmm. And the problem is
1: you don't have any time or patience. You don't, right? It has to be done right now. It's the way it's been for the last three years. You're waiting on Matt Rule to get fired, waiting and waiting and waiting. Meanwhile, you kept building up bad move after bad move. You know, I defended Scott Fitterer for a long time of, oh, this smart guy coming over from Seattle. Oh, yeah. And the first couple of moves he made was like, oh, look, this guy, this guy's a genius. All the things that we've heard. Well, you know,
2: the, and then you know what they need. What's that? We've got a general manager in Scott Fitterer. Mm-hmm. That's not gone well. And, and you haven't drafted well. Mm-hmm. Things have really gone off the off the rails. So you're going to need a new GM. Mm hmm i think it's time for a general mullet let's go oh, <laughs> no one's going to
1: hire you in the to be in their front office not with that beard
2: oh 100%. no one's gonna take you seriously no no who do you think you are brett kiesel no uh somebody called me justin turner in the youtube chats the other day and i went it's not bad Hah. i never thought of that not bad. i get called a lot of names that uh oliver anthony feller i've Fat been called Justin that. turner it works uh i got called fat luke Combs one time and i went oh wait wait. (laughs) love luke you know what you'll never be called
1: fat jelly roll no that's a big guy that's a big big guy i I, you know i didn't i don't really think i'd ever paid attention to him all that
2: closely oh he's the only Um, i will say this about jelly roll though he's the only person on the planet earth that outkicked their coverage with who they're married to more than I did
1: (laughs) money helps guys he didn't have money money when they got married
2: he just got out of jail
1: oh yeah they've been together for
2: quite some time dig more into that I don't I think he was singing singing when they met Mm -hmm. but he wasn't who he is now she had to
1: he's got some kind of talent that's for sure well, he's, a, he's a tremendous singer, which is what I think you're hinting at. Hundred <laughs> percent. What else would I be? Get your mind out of the gutter. Now, i had never really paid attention to him. I guess. I mean, I knew I I knew he was a heavy set gentleman, but I never realized like how big that guy actually is until the, Mark had Fox News on uh, in the studio this morning, and he's a big guy. He's on their show all the time, and yeah. He's- He's, biggin'. Yeah, he's big yeah, he makes biggin'. he makes Hey, maybe he can
2: come play offensive line for the Carolina Panthers. No doubt. He makes formerly fat Tank Spencer look like uh Mr. Olympia. <laughs> Mr. Olympia. <laughs> he's a big boy. He is, he's a big old boy. He's a really talented fella. It's really
1: neither here nor there. It's just I was taken aback by the the sheer size of him. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. You got a hot take like, Hey, uh, jelly rolls a big, and you get it in, in the uh, YouTube comments. We'll get to it on a threadbare Thursday.
2: I mean, that's what happens when we take a, uh, when we take a day off midweek, we come back and in the second segment, we're talking about the girth of jelly roll. (laughs) (laughs) If you had girth on your sportsocracy, sportsocracy bingo card, there's one for you.
1: We're gonna take a quick break when we come back. we will uh, we'll get just a bit outside and we'll continue with the frivolities. Who's a year away from being a year away? It's gonna be a long time before you're a contender. We'll talk about those teams next.
5: Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate at home trust bank we take your small business banking personally visit your local home trust branch or anytime at htb.com member fdic
1: We're back counting down to kickoff. Let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with Beast Unleashed, presented by Monster Brewing. Number one, beat the heat. Unleash the beast with bold,
2: familiar flavors, zero caffeine and zero sugar. Number two, running
1: the option.
2: There's four to choose from. White Haze, Peach Perfect, Scary Berries, and my personal favorite, Mean Green.
1: And number three at 6% ABV, Max Protect.
2: Always drink
1: responsibly and you must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed, available at your local retailer. You must be outside your mind.
0: The Sportsocracy.
1: Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. Back in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. And um, we got Thursday night football coming up tonight. It's the return of Blake Martinez. Did you see that? Does he have his Pokemon cards? Oh, like? He's got his Pokemon cards with him. He's bringing those to the party uh um, don't buy them it's a bad call yeah yeah now what was he selling fake ones yes built people out of like hundreds of thousands of dollars yes that's wow it's a bold hey, strategy all Cotton. else fails you can go play for the panthers That's that's always a fallback right i've always wanted that to be my fallback my day job falls through i can just I can go play professional football. I live in no Asheville. Uh, if this
2: falls through, I'm just going to get a sign and stand on Batman Avenue.
1: There's <laughs> always a job around here, right? You can make money doing something. Um, George Pickens. Oh, George Pickens. Apparently, there's more saga going on with him. Apparently, he scrubbed his uh, Instagram account. Of course he did, because that's what we do. I'm mad at do. you, which means I'm We're taking you off my Insta face. He was all mad after the game the other night. Sulking on the sidelines when he didn't get the ball in the end zone, His teammates are having to come out and defend him, trying to trying to lead him down a path. Like everybody is has got to treat George Pickens right now. Like, dude,
2: don't do what A B did. All right. Well, the Pittsburgh Steelers always have to have one right that's that's a little questionable between the ears. Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, I Juju Smith-Schuster um yeah juju antonio had- brown oh gosh uh yeah this goes all the way back to martavis bryant oh yeah they've always somehow pittsburgh has always had one diva receiver on the roster at all times Yeah, plaxico
1: didn't they have him well, but he caused
2: the trouble in new york i not, was about to say not pittsburgh he didn't go bang bang on himself until in new york but i mean they came was- to the jets <laughs> i mean george pickens heading down that path it's just
1: sad to see sad to see he's still got his peak coming though like like his craziness they're trying to get ahead of it now so that they can at least get three all pro seasons out of him before he goes you know full crazy
2: well i mean there's a hot crazy scale for receivers the same way they're right. you've ever seen that youtube video right it's the talent crazy scale mm-hmm. and george pickens is currently sustainably above the line or you want to avoid below the line the vicky mendoza line (laughs) my stories about utah jazz owner ryan smith uh he was on the pat mcafee show yesterday and i i had a few takeaways from that one that is the youngest looking 45 year old man i've ever seen in my life good for him he showed up and was just it was like watching some podcast because I didn't know who he was at first. I missed the intro. And so they're just talking to this random guy that's wearing Utah Jazz stuff. And then I figured out who he was. He, like, plays pickleball with J.J. Watt. And just a really interesting guy. But there was a, a, a comment that he made on the McAfee show that – if you had that on your bingo card, by the way, playing ping pong with. Pickleball. Or pickleball. Oh, which basically J. J. is ping pong okay. that you're standing on the court. Ugh. Oh, I would totally play pickleball with J.J. Watt. I would rather play beer pong with Rob Gronkowski, but for playing Mad Libs on activity, I would like yeah, no to play kidding. with a, a professional athlete. Sorry, continue. Ryan Smith said something on the McAfee show that uh, it, it caught me off guard. He said there was a lot of discussion happening between Michael Jordan and the jazz fans that year, I remember, because he grew up a jazz fan. Whether it was the pizza, getting sick, going to Vegas, whatever it was, the Wi-Fi in the building is Jordan pushed off. A slew of people went to Twitter to show their screenshots of the Wi-Fi in the jazz arena is Jordan pushed off. Heck yeah, he did. I really like this guy. He's one, of, And they asked him about owning other teams. I would love to see him own an NFL team. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of guy. And apparently he's got a bajillion dollars. I don't know what he does. He owns Qualtrics? Crimes. He does crimes. I don't, I don't Qualtrics doesn't sound. <laughs> I mean, I will say Qualtrics does sound like a, kind of like Enron, a company that many years from now defrauded the government out of millions of dollars. I'm not accusing them of that. No, I'm I was- just saying that's. Qualtrics sounds more like something that's going to give you leaky, oily stools. So, <laughs> <laughs> Qualtrics does sound like it's uh, like it's selling a recreational, some kind of drug that you use for uh, yeah.
1: amorous activities. I take these for my headaches, and the side effect is death.
2: <laughs> oh well,
1: I'll take the chance with the headaches then. That sounds like Thanks a company. Qualtrics. Does
2: sound like a company where they should have commercials with two elderly people sitting in bathtubs on a beach <laughs> holding hands. <laughs>
3: Uh, do not take
2: Qualtrics if you have a regular heartbeat or mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. make sure your heart is healthy enough for sexual activity yeah Uh, Qualtrics.com I
1: mean who's shocked that a guy that's worth 80 billion dollars or whatever oh this guy's 45 and he looks super young yeah give it time give it time he'll blow up like everybody else that's had plastic surgery I don't know why anybody has plastic surgery these days Like, I mean, have you seen some of these actresses that are showing up in things now? My wife was watching something the other day that had Nicole Kidman
2: in it. Nicole
1: Kidman? She can't move her lips. (laughs) Like, she looks like the Joker from the first Batman. Just I, uh, Like, uh, who was it? Kevin Nealon played that character in an Adam Sandler movie where his face (laughs) was all stretched out, and every time he took a sip of his drink, it just rolled right out of (laughs) him. I couldn't tell. Like, is she supposed to be happy or sad? She
2: was in that line. Oh, this
1: is a dramatic. Yes, that's what we were. She watching. was in. She was Linus. in Linus,
2: and I did thoroughly enjoy when she went. We must alert the president. Right. Like,
1: <laughs> would somebody please get mankind off my screen here? Her mouth doesn't even move like a muppet. It Somebody's just-
2: wearing a Nicole Kidman mask, and it's freaking me out. <laughs> actual nicole kidman looks like somebody is wearing the
1: nicole kidman mask yes like they were a bank robber in point break yes (laughs) never seen it oh that's 80s surfer cheese all
2: over it man patrick swayze and keanu reeves you lost me at 80s Uh, really lost me at keanu reeves come on man keanu reeves could star in the jeremy green story and i wouldn't watch it
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. are you saying you've never seen john wick uh i've never seen one all the way through my wife's watched them and i've been in the room but i wasn't actively paying attention that's the best movie ever made
1: about someone whose dog got murdered and then proceeded to kill an entire city i
2: think that's the (laughs) only thing i know about that is that that's (laughs) how it starts
1: i killed my dog and all
2: of a sudden that's license to kill brother wow you're in the sportsocracy
1: asb and Asheville. that was quite the rabbit hole it's Been
2: 41 minutes of tomfoolery it has been and we got another two hours and 19 <laughs> minutes of it let's go uh fire it up we'll uh we'll get to the
1: college football power rankings coming up in the next hour jones angel will be joining us at uh one o'clock as well for our weekly tar Heel time we got a wind we can talk about this uh this past week oh, but campbell let's, yeah, oh, let's go yeah Uh, (laughs) who's a year away from being a year away in the NBA or in the uh, NFL. We're definitely not talking about the NBA, uh, no, uh, in the, in the NFL,
2: like who has the longest trip to relevance? Well, what got me thinking about this was I went back three years. All right. So three years is when I grade draft classes and I was just looking at the teams that were picking really high and I went, you know, it's funny. The teams that picked in the top 10 are almost all good right now. Bottom 10 teams in 2020. Do you want to take a stab at who they were? No. I mean, that Jaguars. That was the that was the, I was, to say, that was the Trevor Lawrence year. So, yeah, Jaguars Lions. Jaguars Jets. were 1 and 15, Lions were 5 and 11, Jets were 2 and 14. Falcons, Texans, Eagles, Bengals, Panthers, Broncos, Cowboys. That was your top 10 or bottom 10. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Three of those are three of the four best teams in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And they looked. The Jaguars were dead in the water. They were five in our power rankings. What changed with all of those teams? There's one of them that you kind of have to take out. Philadelphia, you had one really bad year. They were killed, if I remember. Mm -hmm. They all drafted well. But why did they draft well? Why? Jaguars brought in. This was after this. Jaguars brought in Trent Balky. That was the first year for the Jets with Joe Douglas. Falcons, uh, Arthur Smith, I guess. Nick Casario with the Texans. Terry Fontenot. And you just keep doing that. So, if you have the right guy make it, pulling the strings, you can get there. But how long is it going to take? I told you earlier, the Panthers, to me, are the furthest team in the NFL away from relevance. Yeah. I would say the the New England Patriots are really close there. I would agree. Just because, yes, you have players. That's what really confirms Carolina for me is that you're five players behind New England. Chicago's pretty close. Yeah. But they have a handful of players. DJ Moore, uh, Darnell Wright, the guy you took this year, I think he'll be a piece moving forward. You just signed Montez Sweat. Love Jaquan Brisker. Always got to throw his name in there. You you do have now a, you have Montez Sweat Jaquan Brisker is your defensive Donovan Peoples Jones. It's something
1: about Penn State players. It really is. Like I was this way about Miles Sanders. I was, oh, are you
2: a low key uh, Penn State fan I, too? So I now think you so. got three teams that you pull I for. Think so? Awesome. Like, I'm gonna have one in every. Uh, you know, just every chuck conference. Florida State in there. A couple others. Pff, screw Florida. Completely State. stop that. It's okay. They're gonna beat you in the college football playoff. We all know it. Can't wait till it comes crashing to the ground yeah (laughs) i've been waiting for it for weeks yeah it's a team are you at that point
1: now you're just counting down the days to the disappointment
2: oh yeah well i mean the jets lost aaron Rodgers 15 seconds into the season uh florida state's the only thing that i have clinging to hope for this to not just be a total loss Mm -hmm. so of course something is going to go horribly awry right the giants are I, i mean
1: they're a year away from being a year away but I feel like they're at the high side of that. I, Although I don't I would know say the quarterback
2: situation, I would say you're two. You're you're two years away because they have the pieces. You need 11, you need Andrew Thomas to come back and be healthy. Mm-hmm. uh it, you need to be able to slide Evan Neal into guard, So you need another tackle. Uh, but they've got pieces up and down that roster. You also need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, that kind of went without saying, right? That's what a lot of them have in common is you hit on the quarterback, much like the Houston Texans. We talked about that roster and how bad it was for years. Weird. You wind up with a quarterback, and all of a sudden, that roster doesn't look so bad. Mm-hmm. Weapons. We said they had the worst weapons in the NFL. Where would you put them right now? Top 10? Oh, maybe, yeah. With Dalton Schultz and Tank Dell, Nico, Nico Collins, mm-hmm. John Mechie. Mm-hmm. Didn't even mention Robert Woods. Mm-hmm. That didn't last long. Something? no <laughs> is he worth mentioning no he's a really good blocking receiver that's about I mean, you all got he provides. You, you,
1: you got two, and you got a young running back that i
2: still believe is going to break out of a slump here but at some point but i mean that's how easy it can be mm-hmm. because that team looks completely different today than it did even six weeks ago yep we thought it was fool's goal with cj stroud it would come crashing back to earth and it hasn't mm-hmm. if anything he's gotten better mm-hmm. Uh, then you go green bay tampa bay see to me green bay is one quarterback away you th- that's why i screamed at the top of my lungs go get caleb williams mm-hmm. because that's a franchise that is well enough put together that if you throw him out there with all those young weapons and if i swear to god if one more person tells me but the drops okay okay you Jordan put a good quarterback in that system, that team is super talented. Mm-hmm. They're one of those to me that could contend with the Detroit Lions in one year. Put Kirk Cousins on that roster. And that's just the first name that came to my mind because I had Minnesota up on the screen. Right. Where are you now? Third best team in the NFC? Potentially. I mean, you need a new defensive coordinator, too, but <laughs> I think that's going to bear itself out.
1: <laughs> of course. It, of course it will.
2: Um, Los Angeles Rams are the other one that's, you are light years away. I don't know about that. I really don't know about that.
1: I I, I mean, they get a couple more draft picks. That's how much I believe in Sean Payton. I mean, from being like a Super Bowl contender? Sure, you're years from that.
2: Sean Payton has nothing to do with the Los Angeles Rams. Sean Payton, you know who I was talking about. Uh,
1: I mean, he had this. Well, your
2: quarterback's 36 years old. Right. Are they bad enough to end up in the top five again? Maybe in a year. Okay, in a year. Maybe when he's done. So it. now you're two years away from having that quarterback in place. That's a long way away. You know not like, the line's not good?
1: Been something to to. Well,
2: I, I mean, I w- think they're looking around right play? now, going, "Oh, you know, you know why Nobody in the modern era has ever traded seven first round picks in a row because of what we're doing right now. Because mm-hmm. we're playing guys like, oh, I don't. I was, tr- I was trying to think of a bad name on that roster. There are a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Play, I mean, it, just, it
1: looks like an XFL roster. But, but are really they honest. the team that makes – or one of the teams that makes the play for Kyler Murray? Are they one of the teams – Well, you're that, not going to trade him within a division. I,
2: whatever you're willing to give me, I'll listen. The Rams were my three. Okay. Carolina was dead last on this list, then New England, then the Rams. And I don't really see anybody that's even in their ballpark. I think the Titans six weeks ago. I would have had them down here because I felt mm-hmm. like they were in that that purgatory. Uh, Will Levis shows up yep. all of a sudden. This whole franchise looks completely different. Mm-hmm. It's another. Can I put him on my board of success stories yet? Who? Will Levis? Yeah, I think so. That wall is. I starting mean, it's to been look. two
1: games, but I we feel like. That's one that you can start. Like, I remember the Price is Right had the little guy that went up on the mountain. Like, you, you can start climbing. That oh, that cliffhanger. The little yodeler guy. Cliffhanger.
6: Yeah.
2: yeah. you <laughs> It was a great game.
1: It was a great game. Uh, you're in the sportsocracy. ESPN Asheville. Uh, I, I mean, I feel like my Tampa Bay Buccaneers belong in this discussion. Uh, I mean, I, I know that they're competitive for their division right now, but that's a terrible division, and this is getting ready to – implode right you got mike evans is getting ready to leave they're not going to sign him at the end of the year they're they're going to have to blow this thing up so you're years away you're five years away from probably being which team are you talking about my
2: team Tampa. oh we deserve to be in this i don't, conversation. i don't know that i agree with you really i don't i mean if you've got a ton of pieces too you've got to hold on to them i mean in the mock draft i had you trading up for drake mate let's say you do that Uh you tell me a year from now you're not competitive you keep mike evans you've got chris godwin you've got all those pieces it all depends on who you're going to put around it it all depends on your head coach and your offensive line exactly who's your gm that's an interest you and i've gone back and forth about that for an extended period of time do you just clean the entire house i think you have to I think you have to clean the entire front office. Just be
1: done with it. Because the only thing Jason Light has to his credit right now is that uh, Bruce Arians fell into his lap, and so did Tom Brady. And without those two things happening, none of this happens, right? You You don't win a Super Bowl. Did you hit on a couple of things in the draft? Yeah, a couple. But for the most part, it's been terrible. None of it's worked out. I don't. I feel like this is the moment. this This is a watershed moment where you go, okay, you know what? It's time to clean house. It's time to start something new. And I don't know where you go from here. But I know it ain't with Todd Bowles. No, and it's not with Jason Light. You got to scrub the decks here, and just
2: start completely over.
1: And that puts you
2: highly into this conversation to me. Do you have anybody else that you think firmly belongs in this conversation? Uh, You're going to say the Raiders. Denver Broncos. Oh, I swear I thought he was going to say the Raiders.
1: I I thought about it while you were talking. I thought I should bring up the Raiders here. But, I mean, no. Most of my problems with the Raiders now have gone uh, uh, with Josh McDaniels. I thought you absolutely crushed that. I have been so wishy-washy about the Las Vegas Raiders because I get so high on their talent. And then it's just like, oh, yeah, this franchise sucks, and they're going to do everything they can to ruin it. Now I'm back to kind of hoping maybe you'll get it right this time. So, no, I don't think – I mean, the Raiders are on the outside of this discussion,
2: but they're not there. Yeah, they're not They're not there for me. No. that's We, we had I touched on all the ones I this had. <laughs> for me, every other team in the NFL could be competitive in one year. all All of them all right and I'm including the Arizona Cardinals in that you're in the sportsocracy this is
7: ESPN Asheville at Ingles we're proud to sponsor area athletics at all levels whether we're building new fields for t-ball celebrating Friday night rivals televising college basketball games bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park we're here for the fans no one gets the dedication to the home team like you guys and we've got all the sports you can handle. It's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings.
4: Real estate isn't about properties, it's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina.
0: Coffee the closes. on Get them the money. Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your
4: car. Then when you get the power, then you get the win.
2: Thursday night football. It's the Carolina Panthers and the Chicago Bears. in Chicago. Bears are a three-point favorite over under 38 and a half. That part's pretty easy. I'm going over 38 and a half. I don't think either one of these defenses is particularly good in spite of the fact that neither one of these quarterbacks is all that great either. I could see this being a a really positive step for Bryce Young because this is a defense they should be able to pick on. Look for Adam Thielen to have a big night. And I know it's on the road, and Carolina's not good, and I hate taking bad teams on the road, but I'm taking the Panthers. Give them, give them to me in the money line. I was right the first week. I was wrong the second week, but I'm calling for their third. Well, this is the third week in a row that I have called for them to win. only be their second win. Uh, in college football, one game of any note tonight, number 11 Louisville's at home against Virginia. (laughs) You think NFL football's bad. You turn, you turn into that bad boy. You might question if you even like football. Cardinal is a 20 and a half point favorite. Uh, 50 and a half is the over under. I will go under because I don't think Virginia is going to contribute very much to this score. And I'm taking Louisville minus the 20 and a half. This is going to be a bloodletting. Louisville has to qualify every chance they get because there still is an outside chance that Louisville could go undefeated, play Florida state in the ACC title game and sneak into the backside of the playoff. It's a super long shot, but they're the ninth team that's still alive. Take those wagers to bet us.com. Use our promo code sportsocracy. Get up to 125% deposit match and up to 30 risk-free bets so you can wager football with us all season long. The sportsocracy. It
0: fires me up, man. Oh, love it. say it one more time.
2: The sportsocracy.
0: Shake it back! Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are mature, actually. You just have to get to know them better your lunchtime dose of dumbassery
1: live from the Ingle studio back in the sportsocracy on espn asheville 92.9 fm 880 am and 1400 the sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iheart radio app seen everywhere on youtube go to the sportsocracy.com click that live video link subscribe to the channel join us In the chat, it is a uh, Thursday, so it's really, you know, the kickoff of the football week. Thursday night football tonight. And we're starting off with a bang. Yeah, I mean, well, the Carolina Panthers and the Chicago Bears.
2: It's going to be so much fun. Literally, when the best game of the night is Louisiana Southern Miss, it's a night you should take your wife to dinner. (laughs) Or you should catch up on some new shows.
1: You should nap. watch some
2: old stuff clean out your refrigerator you could i did that yesterday did you really i did did you find
1: anything interesting I, unfortunately
2: Ooh. i haven't really... Ooh. i have a very large refrigerator things fall the shelves don't go all the way back so things fall in but and i don't mm-hmm. see them Ew. yeah it wasn't great no it wasn't great no
1: no i hate those I hate that when that happens uh yeah you could clean the house or like i said you can catch up on some new shows wash your hair right i can't do that i mean i can it just won't take me very long Thin, very wispy hair. hang on i'm gonna go wash my hair be right back and i'm done how are you doing you've got that invisible Uh, hair (laughs) indeed college football this weekend is gonna be well it's just gonna be a whole mess of fun
2: right you watched once just you said college football but yeah Have you watched a second of college basketball yet? Uh, No. I don't think you're wrong. Duke Mm. plays Arizona tomorrow? I think you're right. Hang on, I'm efforting.
1: Yes. Yes, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, number two Duke, number 12 Arizona. That'll be the first game really worth watching. Right, because
2: the first upset of the season, nobody saw it.
1: No oh, one was Michigan watching St- Michigan State. Uh, Tom
2: Izzo against his nephew. Yeah. It's going to make for an uncomfortable Thanksgiving table. Hey, you're not competitive for anything. Would Get you beat man. me for it? He had
1: Presbyterian beating Vanderbilt the other night. Woo. I mean, good for them. The blue Scorching hose they going to win,
2: right? The blue hose. That's still the.
1: Is Jerry Stackhouse still the coach at Vanderbilt? Yes. You remember those times we were talking? Hey, he's the next big coach in uh in the NBA. He won that that uh NBA D League title with the. Oh, Raptors. he still would be.
2: You you think so? Oh yeah. If he were to get George fired at Vanderbilt, open? he got fired at Vanderbilt. He'd be an assistant in the NBA in fifteen seconds, and he'd be a head coaching candidate in a year. Okay,
1: okay. He c- it
2: possibly could just because I'm you just can't coach that, in uh, college. Uh, yeah, you also went
1: to one of the toughest schools in the country sure, to win at. Sure. Just. At some point, maybe you just got to cut that loose and go, you know what, maybe this isn't the best for my career. Maybe I should be moving on to other things.
2: Vanderbilt's always been one of those places I look at and go, how did you think that was a good idea? Right, at any point. We're a really super smart school, and we're going to play in the most competitive conference in all of college sports. How many times have they been relevant in college basketball in our life? Handful. Twice. Kevin Stallings, they they were
6: pretty Mm -hmm. good under him for a couple years. Yep, yep.
2: Other than that, had a lot of talent. Just... Mm -hmm never really good teams
1: no no but uh you know that happens that happens to some programs and you know vanderbilt's just one of those we got the asheville championship coming up this weekend at harris cherokee center asheville proudly brought to you by Ingalls markets we got uh, clemson and uab and davidson and maryland davidson maryland the first game tomorrow uh you can get tickets now at ashevillechampionship.com um you know, it, it's going to be the best action that we've seen at this tournament. I'll be there. I'm going on Sunday to go check out all the all the things because I'm busy tomorrow night with uh, with high school football, uh, which will be on ESPN Asheville and News Radio Five Seventy WWNC tomorrow night. Second round of the playoffs: Reynolds and Kings Mountain. So that'll be fun. We got Bulldogs basketball this weekend. We got the Asheville Championship in town. And then you look at college football and go, oh, wait, there's two games that could change everything.
2: Penn State and Michigan, Ole Miss and Georgia. The it Penn State-Michigan line up. feels really close to me, and I, I, I'm not sure why. That's a team that can't score. I get it, but,
1: I I mean, everything that's been going on over there, I, I don't know. Maybe – Maybe you don't have your guy calling plays anymore. You know, you don't have the other guy calling out the other team's plays anymore. Maybe things get a
2: little closer, right? Oh, Connor Stallions.
1: Mm-hmm. If
2: I ever do, if I ever start my own OnlyFans, I've, Stallion Connors that will be my name. And the way this is being
1: played now is very interesting to me. the 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 whole he's um, how how was it being put earlier today? Uh, he's uh, he was an overzealous fan that started bringing inside information to the football team. But you still
2: listened to it.
1: I mean, you didn't know where you were getting <laughs> that, the information like, from or where he was getting his information from. It was just, hey, here's a guy a, who has a way to tell us where the pressure's coming from. We couldn't figure that out. I don't know lie. how he's got that there, That's a total lie. Of course it's a total lie. I'm I'm glad that you saw through it as soon as I said it because when I heard it, I went... Now this is the dumbest thing I've heard so far. At some point, did I, I mean Jim, we're to believe that Jim Harbaugh didn't turn around to this guy and go, "Okay, wait a minute, I'm smarter at football than you are. How do you keep guessing?" Yeah, correctly? why why is
2: this young man coming to me and uh, apparently he's the rain man of college football because he knows right. everything everybody's going to do before they do it? Right. That to me that justification is like somebody at uh, you're at the door of a bank. And somebody hands you a gun, and you go, I might as well rob it. I mean, I'm here. What else am I going to do with this thing? Put it in my pocket? No. No. Steven Tao asked us for a uh, either-neither-both on Jim Harbaugh. All right. Suspended, fined, either-neither-both. Both. Both. I I think the Big Ten's going to try. I don't see any way you can do anything before the season's over. I don't. It's the Michigan sent word to the Big 10. You're setting a precedent here that you're not going to like. Mm-hmm. And I tend to agree with them. I don't. What why is this a bad precedent? Because you're accelerating you're accelerating punishments before things are actually adjudicated. I mean because they're good. Now I don't believe the explanation you gave me in any way. But do I see a possibility that some information comes out where we go, okay, maybe this is not as bad as it sounded? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get more
1: into it in just a little bit. But I believe, I believe it may be time for Tar Heel time with Jones Angel, voice of the North Carolina Tar Heels. Uh, Jones, is that you?
6: Yeah, Tank, sorry. I was, uh, my son fell and like hurt his arm at school. So I was trying to deal with all of that. And then I realized, oh, I'm late to call Tank. Yeah, you're good. Uh, Sorry, I'm a few minutes late. What's up?
1: Yeah, family comes first, man. I get it. I had to go run and uh, deal with a hurt child myself earlier today. So it's bad luck for you and I in that regard. Yeah, Maybe. that's
6: right. Just hope uh, let's <laughs> everybody wrap up their kids in bubble wrap here yeah, for the rest of the yeah, day. Make sure they're there's okay. There's something
1: in the water, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, our kids are getting fragile. Uh, that's for another topic for another day. Um, all right, Jones, let's uh, get into it here. So, hey, we got the win over Campbell in football, so everything's back on track. It's all good. We're going high uh, confidence into the Duke. Game this weekend.
6: Yeah, and look, I mean, as we talked about last week, Tank, I think that was uh, a game that certainly Carolina was heavily favored, should have been heavily favored, and, and Carolina did what it should have done in that game. And it was, give Campbell credit, it was uh, competitive early. They, I thought, uh, came out with a lot of energy and executed well early in that game. Um, but then, you know, Tario scored the final. 52 points of the game and, and win it 59-7, to 7. Um, and that is what I think Carolina probably should have done in that game. And so I, I do think there are some things you can take out of that if you're Carolina. Um, you know Nearly 90 guys <laughs> played in the game, um, and so some of that's good because you just want to get some, some guys who aren't going to get many opportunities to play, maybe some walk-ons, Uh, deep reserves, get them some action, which is always a positive. Um, But also there there were some players, you know, Connor Harrell at quarterback and Amari Campbell at linebacker and Chris Culliver at wide receiver, you know, guys who are going to play larger roles for Carolina in the future um, to get them some valuable reps and some meaningful snaps, uh, I think was beneficial. And you just needed to see, even understanding the level of competition, you just needed to see – Carolina do things right defensively, and I think the first quarter Tarheels looked a little sluggish. And I think Campbell gained 109 yards maybe in that first quarter, and then the rest of the game they they gained like 175 or something like that. And so um, to see that defense. Uh, really play well as that game went on, both the starters and then even uh, as Carolina got deeper into the reserves. uh, I thought they did some things that were just fundamentally sound, correct things to do um, that you hope can carry over to when the competition level goes up this week. Um, Now, for Duke, um, certainly we understand a lot of emotion in this game, rivalry game, 110th meeting between these two, 75th uh, anniversary of uh, of the victory bell, and it will be an intense matchup. You understand all those things. For Carolina, Tank, to me, the number, the, what this game and the final three games all come down to is can Carolina stop the run. And if Carolina can stop the run, um, I think that they have a chance to be successful in every one of these games. Now, can they win a shootout? Yes, they can, Um, but uh, these defenses for Duke and then Clemson and then NC State, um, these will be the best three defenses Carolina's seen all year. So while I think Carolina's offense is elite, and I think it's one of the best in the country, um, you can't bank on Drake May and Tez Walker and Amari Hampton putting up Forty-nine points, and and that's just because the competition level is is that good. And so, um, you, you've got to be able, uh, particularly with Duke likely playing with a, a backup quarterback, you've got to be able to stop that running attack from the Blue Devils. And that'll be a storyline, I think, Saturday and moving forward. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: yay! Another Grayson. Um, which which makes it easy, right? When when a Duke guy throws a Grayson at you, um, yeah, it's it's easy to to, to be against that guy. Grayson Loftus is, is uh, the quarterback you were talking about. Um, what what's the game plan like for this guy?
6: Yeah, you know, so he he started – he had played a couple games in in mop-up duty earlier in the year and true freshman um, and got the start against Wake Forest last week and went the whole time. And, you know, quite honestly didn't have great numbers. I mean, he was 7 of nineteen eighty six yards, had a touchdown and an interception in the game. Um, But I will say as that game went on – he definitely looked more comfortable and, and made a couple of big throws. His touchdown throw was an important one. It came in the fourth quarter to tie things up on a nice, uh, on a nice pass from, I'll say, you know, uh, 30, 40 yards out. Um, so he, he did make some better plays as the game went on. Um, but Duke is not going to try and win off the arm of Grayson Loftus. Um, Duke is going to try and run the football, um, play great defense, and win the field position battle. And, and they have one of the best punters. In fact, statistically, they have the best punter in the ACC in, in Porter Wilson. And to me, that that's what their game plan will be. Run it, punt it if you need to, and rely on that really good defense um, to keep Carolina down. And what that defense has done really well, Tank, all year long, is it is really um, opportunistic. And it really answers the moment. So it seems like game in and game out. When Duke's defense has needed a uh, turnover, it gets it. When it needs a red zone fourth down stop, it gets it. When it needs to block a kick, it, it gets it. Um, that they, they have done a really good job in making the plays when it matters most. And, and they're old, they're experienced, they're physical. Um, they're really good, and so um, I. Not that Grayson Loftus is incapable of playing good football, because obviously, if you get a scholarship to a D1 school, you can play. But he's not that he's not what they want to rely on in this game. They they want to rely on other things that are their strengths. And Carolina, of course, you flip that around. You you want to get a multi-score lead. You you want to make them have to throw the football. You want to make it so that he has to go out there and make plays. And if he does, then he does. But you, you that's the uh, that's where you feel like you have an advantage at least going in.
1: All right, Tar Heels and the Duke Blue Devils, eight o'clock start at Keenan Stadium on Saturday night. The coverage will begin on ESPN Asheville. At 7 o'clock, Tar Heels back in the top 25, number 24 in this week's college football uh, playoff ranking. So, um, you know, the win over Campbell really boosted you.
6: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't that silly Take a, How uh, that's how uh, those rankings right I mean and obviously I understand the importance of them but to somehow suggest that oh Tar Heels weren't a top 25 team but then when they beat Campbell by 52 now they are right. I mean it's it's kind of silly it's, what, almost what like it that, comes,
1: it's almost like that backhanded compliment from grandma yeah, you know it was yeah. just ah you were good enough today here you can get, get back in our poll
6: you can be that's <laughs> right and, and it comes down to this this season Um, will be remembered for Carolina about what happens here over the next three weeks. You know, can Carolina um, change the narrative of the struggles they had down the stretch a year ago? Um, And can they, against some really high-level and local competition, um, can they – Step up to the plate because honestly, Tank, I think Carolina has the ability to win all three of these games. Carolina can lose all three of these games. And so um, it really comes down to uh, can they answer the, the proverbial bell here over these final three weeks? And do you have a great season? Or do you have a pretty good season? And, and that's where, uh, that's what is hanging in the balance here over these final three weeks of the regular year.
1: All right, Jones, uh, you still got some time here? Can we hang in? Uh, sure, and talk yeah, some absolutely. Basketball? All right, uh, I just didn't want to keep it too long. Um, let's talk some basketball. We had the first game of the season in the books, had uh win against Radford. It got to a little, I mean, I don't know if you want to call it a rocky start, just kind of, you know. Playing with them, letting them shoot 50% from the from the floor in the first half. And then in the second half, just the depth kind of took over. Defense kind of stood up a little bit. And the Tar Heels came away with a 16-point win over a Big South team to start out.
6: Yeah, I thought that's one of those, Tank, where I think if you just look at the final score, you may think, ooh, boy, was this too close but if you watch the game I, I thought Carolina played uh, some good basketball and, and credit to Radford I mean they, they made some tough shots in the first half I, I think Carolina's defense wasn't as good as it wanted to be in that first half allowed too many uh, shots around the rim um, but I thought I think Radford's a, a decent team and certainly a team that's going to have a chance to win its conference and, and had some good athleticism out there um, but to me the major storyline leaving that game was just how different Carolina was than it was a year ago. And, and of course, we all knew the personnel was was dramatically different. Um, but it, it's more in just the style of play and the level of enjoyment I think that you got watching them. Uh, last year was disappointing and frustrating. Uh, because Carolina didn't win as much as it wanted to, but it also just got to the point take where it wasn't much fun, and it just wasn't much fun watching Carolina play. Um, I, and we're talking one game here, but I, I'm going to tell you it's been the same way in practice. This group competes. This group shares the basketball. This group plays with pace. Um, they try to go inside. Uh, they they'll pass up a, a good shot for a great shot. All the things that I think you think of when you think of Carolina basketball. Right. And, and I don't think that was present as much as the Tar Heels wanted it to be a year ago. And, and I think you saw much more of that on Monday night. And even even in the stretch tank in the first half where Carolina got a little sloppy and, and had a bunch of turnovers like that, like six turnovers in five minutes or six minutes – but it was they they were turning it over because they were trying to make something happen. It, it was you know trying to make an entry pass or trying to push it ahead in the fast break. It wasn't shot clock violations and um, you know a guy cutting the wrong way and just not being fully engaged, and so somebody throws it out of bounds or um so it, it wasn't sloppy or messy it it was a turnover of aggression and so um Again, to me, that was the story. All the things that Carolina wanted uh, to get back to, it looked like they got back to. And eventually won the game relatively handily, um, and they'll try to build off of that. It, it, the the defense needs to be better than it was in the first half. I think it was in the second half, um, but a lot of the other things that happened on Monday night are things I think that should make you excited to to be a Tar fan. And you know, I'll le- I'll I'll finish that by saying I'm not trying to act like Carolina some kind of scrappy underdog and it's like oh look at look at them trying so hard out there obviously that's Carolina's got good players but I think with the the way that those quality players play together give you some excitement because I think this is a team that can compete in the ACC um, at the very top of the conference
1: yeah I don't I don't care where you're ranked you're never coming in as uh, the scrappy little underdog when you have that name on your chest It's it's just never gonna happen uh you got uh Tar Heels what uh, Sunday you guys are going to be uh, yep. doing the game against Lehigh?
6: Yeah, it's a busy weekend. So Saturday night football, it's eight o'clock. Another late kick, and then we'll be on the air at uh, seven for that one. And then a fast turnaround. Tarheel hosting Lehigh in at the Smith Center. Lehigh um, picked second in the Patriot League. I think they are. They lost their opening game to Cornell. Um, they play Penn State on Friday night and then make the quick trip to, to Chapel Hill. So certainly a game that Carolina is going to be favored, a game that you would assume the Tar Heels have a high chance of success in or have a high chance to have success in. Um, but for Carolina, Tank, especially with the schedule that awaits them, uh, I think these couple of games early, um, this Lehigh game coming up, the UC Riverside game coming up next Friday, um, these are games that are important for Carolina to to get, some work together because remember this is a very new group um so to get some work together on the floor to to improve because the the schedule ramps up in a dramatic way here very soon and that hurt Carolina last year I, I think um that stretch in late November early December last year set the tone for the Tar Heels for the whole season and dug them a hole that they just couldn't quite get out of um uh, even at even as the year went through ACC play, so um, an important couple games here for Carolina, I think, to fine tune their craft uh, before you start uh, seeing top twenty-five teams almost every single game on your schedule. Yeah,
1: well, they're definitely going to be tested in that stretch with games against uh, Tennessee, UConn, and Kentucky. So yeah, the 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 the, the talent and the uh, the opponent uh, level is going to jump up here real soon uh jones we always appreciate you taking out the time for us best of luck uh to your kid hope he uh gets to feeling better and uh we'll uh we'll talk to you next week
6: appreciate it again sorry to be a few minutes late but uh, look forward to talking with you next week yep.
1: you're in the sportsocracy this is
6: espn Asheville.
0: A Christmas tradition is back. The Asheville Holiday Parade presented by Bojangles is Saturday, November the 18th at 11 a.m. in downtown Asheville. This year's theme is the snow globe and also features a onesie one-miler race along the parade route starting at 1030. After the parade, families can make their way to the Restoration Hotel for free photos with Santa from 2 to 4 p.m. But you can't have a holiday parade without great volunteers. If you'd like to volunteer, go to AshevilleDowntown.org. Proudly sponsored by iHeart. Heart Media, Asheville. The Sportsocracy. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man.
1: We're back in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. College football playoff power rankings time to do those we didn't we missed those yesterday since we were away did you get your relaxing day in that you were all uh keying up for did, did that happen or no was it what do you think <laughs>
2: <laughs> do i look like do i look relaxed right now uh, not really not really <laughs> i've I, you know do I've, i look like a man that's wound tighter than a of gesture i am kinda, i you kinda,
1: I, kinda I, I is yeah yeah I, I i'm sorry for that uh you know, I really, I, I really try to, try to mention things to you to deal with your stress level, and and and
2: you just you you rebuke me. At, at oh, I'm just gonna die. And just I mean, I'm just to I'm, 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 I, I've realized that y- you cross a certain threshold where you've been wound so tight for so long that you can't unwind. That you just go well. That's a shame.
1: Meditative breathing or. Try some yoga. Or I look like a. Do I look like a yogi? No, you don't. No. And you, I mean,
2: you definitely could use it. No. Yeah, oh, I a, I don't want to be in a room with those people. Like deep cleansing, <laughs> do, deep do cleansing breath. Mm-mm,
1: do that by yourself somewhere. Uh, there's YouTube videos the, you can d- follow. The
2: downward facing dingus. Nobody uh, wants that, to see that. I'm, I'll pass. No, okay. no, thank you. Nobody wants to see that. Um, no, I'm I'm good. I don't need any of that. I mean, if it's good for you, go you, for a nice
1: soothing massage. But you can't stand for strangers <laughs> to touch you.
2: Yeah, here's how a soothing massage would go for me. You, don't, you're not touching me. <laughs> I'll throw you through that window right there. No, sir. Just, and I'm gonna pay you to do it. Are you
1: out of your just mind? All the stress is too much. Uh, if you've got a suggestion for how Jeremy can deal with the stress, stress more healthfully than than you know, eighty
2: seven Uh <laughs> I wouldn't drink a Peeber. domestic lights uh yeah that's just as gross it's it's all the same oh no it's not just as gross i actually am going to try to see how long i can go without consuming a domestic light or alcohol of any kind starting when today starting today Mm
3: -hmm. Hmm.
2: have you removed all temptation it's house. not really a temptation for me it's more of a am curious how much weight i could lose between now and christmas okay okay cuz my my the the little the little gut makes me it makes me nervous is this a is this a wager that should be and this is this
1: is to everybody is this a wager that should be on the hours or days scale oh it's days. like should we go i don't know part of me thinks like there's going to be a point like tonight during uh carolina panthers and and chicago bears won't he's gonna look at it. he's
2: gonna go nah i need a beer i won't watch that i haven't had a. I haven't had a beer in two months ago. no straight a boozes. beer i haven't had a beer a be- no. he hasn't no. had a beer since i switched to keto i haven't had a beer of ah, any kind yes i've actually been giving them to brian haynes going hey i found this in the fridge you drink it and he does mm-hmm. that doesn't mean he hasn't been drinking he just no been drinking i didn't beer. say that we just haven't been drinking beer yeah now i'm gonna try to consume nothing like just good no boozes. good for you that'll that'll help that'll really help or it will be the end and uh bad things are going to transpire <sighs> i'm gonna yell at poodles
1: nobody said we wouldn't break a little egg right you're in the Sportsocracy, this is ESPN Asheville. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455 Premium care with a Southern hospitality touch.
4: I believe real estate isn't about properties, it's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis.
0: On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville.
1: Let's get weird, Asheville. All right, Jeremy. Jeremy this is a whopper uh
2: could <laughs> say the same thing about my story
1: potentially. oh no oh no and um,
2: i don't know i didn't watch the video but canada
1: canada apparently makes them big i don't like where this story's headed, there's bro. a big old begging um new hospital record set up in canada um if you're a parent you have uh you are a Mother or you have a wife who has given birth, um, you're gonna you're gonna feel all of this when. Late last month, Britney Ayers welcomed her new son into the world. Fourteen pound, eight ounce, twenty-one point six five incher. That's a
2: very large
1: b- baby. That is a massive baby. That is more than double the size of the average infant, newborn infant. Um Broke every hospital record since 2010.
2: Well, think that's a record you want to win.
1: Uh, this story made me just cringe. Like I got that terrified look on my face as I'm reading about this until I got to the line that said, Sonny, who was delivered by cesarean sex. Okay. Okay, good. Because I was thinking this was going to take the largest of Canadian women to have suffered through the natural birth of a 14-and-a-half-pound baby boy. Um they've got a picture of the entire family. These people are very busy. In Canada, apparently the number one, you know, time occupier is making children. Uh they have they have four other kids. Uh Chance, who's six, Everett, who's five, Lu- uh Lucky, you have a kid named Lucky, uh three, and Marigold, their youngest, one the baby's bigger than the one-year-old. Oh. <laughs> the baby is bigger oh. than their one-year-old. Good for him, though. Wow, it's a big. But child. apparently, this woman has large babies because even uh, the last two were both over thirteen pounds.
2: I actually know it's a friend of Amy and I. She has three, and I think the smallest child she had was ten pounds at birth. Jeez.
1: I want to see the the birth picture of Marigold here because she doesn't look much bigger than she was at birth. If she was 13 pounds at birth. Anyhow, God, love that
2: woman. My story is about an Australian OnlyFans content creator. <laughs> Her name is Danny DeBello, And one of the things that she is known for... Playing the penguin in Batman. Uh, no. That's Danny DeVito. Oh. Who is now playing quarterback for the New York Giants. <laughs> She has a friend. A friend's name's Betty. Betty appears in many of her OnlyFans content. Who is Betty, you ask? That is her 13-foot python. It's a very big snake. And over the weekend, she was recording new stuff for her OnlyFans. And she had a a, a male friend. I'm trying to tell this story very cautiously, but I have to... i got to give all the information or it's not going to make sense. Uh-huh. Well, the male friend... Decided to get in the shower. But said wanted to hold the snake after he reclothed himself. Well, apparently he forgot a step because Betty bit him on the On it. On it. On it. On it. Mm. On Mm. on it. Mm. That is not a good day. Mm -mm. The thing that really bothers me the most is I so she recorded a video, she put it on Instagram. She is off-camera, and you hear just a blood-girdling scream from the other room. Off-camera, if you will. The first question she asked was, did the snake lose any teeth? Listen, Danny, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, and I don't care. Mm -mm. Uh, That's not the most pressing of matters at the moment. No,
1: Your pet just gave me an involuntary involuntary Prince Albert. Uh, What's going on
2: here, man? I, I have been How re you- I've been recircumcised at 30 years old, <laughs> and I don't like that. What is is I don't understand people in snakes. What is the allure? They're cool. Of- no, they're not. Yes, they are. They're belts. That's what they are. <laughs> snakes are cool. They're just not to me. They're not. Just dangerous. There are a lot of things in life that are cool. Snakes never been one of them. Mm-hmm. And every time I hear a story like this, they become a little less cool. Yeah. Yeah, bad, let's not do that. bad. Get a dog, okay? <laughs> the dog does tricks. It'll fetch a stick, and not the way that Betty did. Mm-hmm. So that was funny, and you didn't laugh oh, at sure it, it was. and that makes me sad. <laughs> if you didn't laugh, nobody else did. I'm this whole day is stupid. I'm ready oh, to go home. Oh shoot! Oh shoot!
1: All right, let's get into the college football. Playoff power rankings for this week. The college football playoff committee decided nothing changed over the weekend. That was what I originally said was going to happen. I I thought surely some shakeup would occur, but they didn't. They left everybody where they're at. Ohio State, still with the best resume, left them at one. Did not decide to move Georgia up despite adding a top 12 win. Didn't decide to move Washington up despite their top
2: 20 win. Well, I mean, you said Washington could jump Florida State, and I, I guess I would have understood that. But schedule for schedule, you can't compare the two. No. And Florida State's still got the better strength of record. They've still got the better strength of schedule. I think that just bears itself out. hmm My top but, 13 but, but Washington's state. Washington's got the better win. So. They've got a better win. Right. And then I would say two, three, and four all belong to Florida State. And I don't know that one is – that much better i still think pretty highly of lsu even though they have three losses Mm -hmm. i think it's a good team it's a good team can't stop anybody yeah but it's still a prolific offense sure sure so did anything change for you this week not really my top 10 is all completely the same from last week. absolutely the same still got nobody lost everybody uh, took care of business Mm -hmm. it's the reason it didn't get the full hour or the full half hour like it usually does right hey go back and watch wednesday's show from last week and yeah what i said then this is the week that things will shake up Mm -hmm. because you got old miss georgia and if if what i think is going to happen in that game happens then you get to a certain point where you just look at georgia and go are any of these teams actually good or are they just sec good which is not great this year Like, do you think Ole Miss is a really, really good team? They're a good offensive team.
1: I mean, I don't know about the rest of it. I mean, are they the 10th best team in the country? Maybe, but that's
2: in a year when there are no great teams, right? Well, I mean, that's the problem for me, is that there is a separation after eight that I look at all of those teams and just go, are any of you any good? I don't think Ole Miss is particularly good. They haven't really beaten anybody of uh, of much note. You beat LSU mm-hmm. in in a shootout. You just so happen to have the ball last. Mm-hmm. Other than that, your your next best win is Tulane mm-hmm. or, or Texas A and M, who is horrific offensively. I mean, that's not that's not really impressive to me. No, this is just one of those years that I feel like it's going to sort out as you'll have four. Uh, Conference champions. That's who's going to play. And for once, I don't really even have a lean as to how that will go. Mm -hmm. I don't think Georgia is overwhelmingly better than Florida State, Washington, Oregon. I don't want to put Ohio State in that, but I'm getting to the point that I have to. Do you? Do you have to put them there? Well, if you take the quarterback out, then they belong there. Oh, absolutely. They have the best weapon in the country. Absolutely.
1: But but I look at them – In that sense that we're now looking at the Dallas Cowboys and Tua. We talked about it on Monday of you have one big problem that when it comes to the end of the game, I don't think that guy can win you a game. It comes down to the end of it. And Kyle McCord has to lead the 75-yard drive to get you the game-winning field goal. Same position you were in last year against Georgia in the college football playoff. you got to have a guy to make the plays. C.J. Stroud killed Georgia in that game they should have won that game he got them in range
2: to kick the game winning field goal and they missed it you know you just made a comparison that i i've never thought of that there's a lot of similarities between the dallas cowboys and the ohio state buckeyes Mm -hmm. they're always competitive Mm -hmm. i would never thought of that until you just said it the
1: only problem is ohio state actually does win every decade or so how I many
2: national championships does Ohio State have? Well, I got three. Uh, they have two since 1970. Really? <laughs> I thought it was more than that. Yeah. AP national championship in 2022, and then the one that Urban Meyer won in 2014. Okay. Oh, well, that's right. You know.
1: No, they won one.
2: No, they didn't. No, yeah, they didn't. Early 2000s, they didn't win one? 2002. I said that. Yeah. 2002, 2014. I didn't know that until just now. Huh. Okay. I thought it would be more than that. I would have thought the same. They've competed for more than that. (laughs) They've been in
1: the playoffs several times, but have come up short. Other than that, still win more than the Dallas Cowboys, though. Um, And your fans are just as crazy.
2: Well, if you go back to the seventies, then no, they really don't. Which is what I just did. They both have a stretch where, I mean, uh, Ohio State's was longer in tenure. Because you had 12 years between the titles. Mm -hmm. Cowboys had that run in the 90s. And outside of that, you've been around. Mm -hmm. But you never got to the top of the mountain. You never even played for the top of the mountain. Yeah, that's true. That's the problem. Yeah, that's true. The
1: problem is you keep getting into the playoffs and either losing the first round of the playoffs or second round of the playoffs. Have not played for a championship in your own conference since 1996. That's
2: bad. But those are both super glamour institutions Mm -hmm. in sports Mm -hmm. that just haven't been to the top of the mountain much in the last many, many, many years. But always think it's our year. Which I'm just, this is a total aside, and it just came to my mind with the way you looked at me there. Mm -hmm. Which would you rather have? The Georgia run where you're at right now, where you were damn near irrelevant for the first 20 years of my life, first 25 years of my life. I was born in 87, yeah. you won absolutely nothing there. But you have mm. a three-year stretch where you are the best program in the country. Or Ohio State, where you've always been good, but you only have two national titles.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, Georgia's not just new kid on the block. I mean, they've been around for a long time. I mean, in the Mark Richt years, they were number one in the country, just never played for the national title.
2: They, they were in contention. Because they always lost that game. Mm-hmm. But you, you What I'm saying is, you didn't play for a national title, and before the Mark Richter years, you were completely irrelevant. Mm. You were the seventh best team in the SEC at best. Yeah. So, which would you prefer to have?
1: Uh Speaking from a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan who's That's been great. irrelevant my entire existence except for twice, I'll take the winning. I, I just. <laughs> I'll I take the winning. Win. I, 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 if I can celebrate a championship every now and then, I'm completely fine being four and 12 most of the time or whatever that works out to.
2: Yeah, coming from a Jets fan, you know what's really bad? When you just suck forever. Like it's just, mm-hmm. hey, four weeks into the season, we're looking at next year. That's bleak. Right. I think I would sign up for the Ohio State side of that. I want to always be good. That's like Baltimore Raven football. Yeah, but then you got to be good at, at at
1: building your team because then you just end up being the team that you hate, right? The team that's just
2: barely there. The
1: team, Well, why are you? You can't. Yeah, win but it. why been, are you just hanging on? Yeah,
2: but you've been competitive and in the playoffs every single year. Mm-hmm. There's like, an allure well, to like that. The Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And you um, and, and and you'd be cool wrong. with that. Um, just tank, one and done tank, every year. I, I'm I'm a Jets fan mm-hmm. at this point um i'm starting to think jet playoff tickets don't actually exist it was a mirage that i didn't i mean i saw it and i lived it but it's almost like deja vu of every single year oh there it went
1: Mm -hmm. i guess it's a bad time to be a jets
2: fan it's a bad time to just be a fan of anything i like except except for the denver Denver nuggets yeah they're eight and one they're good at basketball pretty good yeah they won last night. Sweet. Yeah. The, in the sports that I don't in any way care about. Jamal Murray's hurt again, though. Of course so he is. That's, that that ah, stinks. Because we talk about your kiss of death. Me liking your franchise is a kiss of death.
1: Nah. You're reversing the curse, right? You jumped on the Nuggets. They won within three years. Your Jets might win soon. You never know. Maybe that's it. Maybe you're like, uh, Maybe you're like the Boston Red Sox, right? Can only win a championship when you change managers. You can only win a title when you change teams, so you have to change the, from the Jets to win a title. Change the Jets' no. fandom, go join up with the, you know, the Cleveland Browns. Nope, and then they'll win something. No, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars out. Come on, Trevor
2: Lawrence, you love him. Mm-mm. No, no. There's there's one team that I love, and 31 teams that I differently hate. Actually, it's not even hate now. Now that I cover the sport for a living, it's just differently. Indifferent, to, mm-hmm. A lot of people think I hate their team. I don't hate your team. I'm just being honest. Yeah. You're biased, and I'm not. Yeah.
1: You should jump on the uh, Washington bandwagon in college football. They'll win a title with Kalen DeBoer.
2: Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you hate all of these ideas. Oh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not like you. I don't have a – well, I cheer for Georgia in ba- football. I got Carolina in basketball. Mm-hmm. I low-key love Penn State I and do. Florida State and Ohio State and all the states just – I really want to have a good swath of coverage here mm-hmm. to make sure that I'm always happy. Yeah, I mm-hmm. don't do that. No, I like I, I like having a reason to be angry. I was going to say. And the Jets always you, give me you, that. You
1: look for the reason to hate life. And see, I'm always looking for the bright side. And if my team can't give me the bright side, I'm going to find another one. I can at that's, least adopt for a minute. And that's go, called hey, bandwagon. Like that and I am <laughs> good. <laughs> uh, and you're also very angry i am angry i'm an angry man seven days i'm taking seven
2: days no booze make it a week without the boozes oh i challenge accepted challenge accepted and amy will be hwa will be my accountability buddy you're in the sportsocracy this is espn Asheville.
1: coming up next jeremy you got a parlay for tonight i do all right we're gonna get five on it next the best season of the year is here. Tailgate season. Monster Brewing presents this season's MVP. The Beast Unleashed. With four bold, familiar flavors. With zero caffeine and zero sugar. Beast Unleashed is
2: your new pregame ritual. With white haze, mean green, peach perfect, and scary berries, there's a flavor for every fan. The Beast Unleashed, 6%
1: alcohol by volume. Unleashed responsibly. Must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed available at your local retailer.
5: Running a small business is no small task. At HomeTrust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business. And we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At HomeTrust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local home trust branch or anytime at HTB.com. Member FDIC.
2: It's parlay time, and I'm frankly, I'm going to hit one of these one day. And you want to be on board. Now, you may spend yourself in the poorhouse trying to get to that win, but that win will be very sweet. And the one tonight pays $761.00. I told you in the first hour, I'm taking the Carolina Panthers in the money line tonight over the 38, and I'll go DJ Moore anytime touchdown scorer. If you want to just take those three and parlay that, that pays 10 to one. So you put five on that, pays 50 bucks, and I, like, I, I do like that. But you know me, I'm not here to hit singles. I want home runs. So I'm parlaying the college games too. Louisville minus the 20 and a half. At home against Virginia, every time I say that out loud, that looks like the easiest game in the history of time because Virginia can't score. Louisville's really good. Nobody talks about them because they're not very sexy, but they're really, really good. I will go under the 50 because I don't think Virginia will be able to score. Uh, then I'm taking Southern Miss Louis at Louisiana. I'm taking Louisiana minus the 9 under the 52.5. You put take all those, seven-leg parlay. Gets to plus fifteen thousand. Wow. You put five on it the same way I am. If I'm right, pay seven hundred and sixty dollars and ninety one cents. You can take those wagers to betus. dot com. Use our promo code Sportsocracy to get a hundred and twenty five percent deposit match and up to thirty risk free wagers. So you can wager football with us all season long.
1: All right, we got the uh, daily draft coming up after the top of the hour. uh Also, it is Threadbare Thursday, so get your comments into the uh,
2: YouTube comment stream. And we will uh, we'll get to all of those. Uh, the Danny Fencevan said that the uh, Daily Draft today, we should uh, draft, what would you rather do than watch this game tonight? Oh. I broke my thumbnail, uh, so I only have half of a thumbnail right now, and I would rather medic- medicate it with Tabasco sauce. <laughs> it's... That's bad. That's bad. Um... I would rather bleach my hair blonde and start a Billy Idol tribute band. That's
1: a good one. I'm actually going to watch the game, so I can't really think of anything. I mean, there are a lot of things I'd rather be doing, but none of them are going to be funny. I would rather actually spend time watching. I
2: would rather be the spritzer in the next Danny DiBello OnlyFans shoot and have to hold her snake. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think about it. I literally just saw his comment. So these are all off the top of my head. That's good. That's good. You're doing well. Doing well. Um, I would rather write songs for Taylor <laughs> Swift that she tried out on me. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: uh, Quinn Ewers is going to be starting for Texas. This I would week. rather that take a job
2: <laughs> as the personal groomer for Brian Haynes. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, you wouldn't. I could. Yeah. Nah. That, that might be the line. Yeah, no,
1: you definitely wouldn't you still haven't gone in that bathroom yet have you
2: that's the the man has the cleanest bathroom in the history of time are you swear to god it's the cleanest bathroom i've
1: ever seen there is absolutely no way he's got somebody that comes in and cleans that up for him patrick holt said
2: i'd rather listen to creed now you stop that creed is the unifying voice of the nation and you know it they've already got a world series they're unifying the minnesota vikings to a a playoff run and frankly I already see it in the offing that whoever runs for president on the Republican side, that's going to be their song. <laughs> I can take you higher. Sound great playing behind, you know, Mickey
1: Haley. You're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. The sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. The sportsocracy. Shake it back! Beer City's
0: best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are armature, actually. You just have to... Get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery live from the
1: Ingalls Studio. Back in the sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. It's 92.9 FM 880 AM 1400. Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeart Radio app. We're seen everywhere on YouTube. The sportsocracy dot com. Click that live video link. Subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat for the Threadbare Thursday. You got a topic that you want talked about? You just throw it out in the chat. We will get to it before the end of the program. Got several headlines still to get into here today.
2: One of them's about Aaron Rodgers' bionic leg.
1: Yeah, is he close to coming back? Oh, uh, we'll talk is about that, it later. Is that the is that the thing?
2: I have some. I I have some info. You still got there? <laughs> okay, it's got an update on the bionic leg uh daily draft this isn't a really interesting weekend of football to me mm-hmm. uh, it starts less than ideally with but, tonight yeah yes. it's, it's just god awful mm-hmm. um and and i don't know if you have looked at the slate for tomorrow night it doesn't really move you either but saturday and sunday bangers mm-hmm. so i want to draft Biggest potential upsets of the weekend. There are a lot of dogs that I like a lot this weekend. Okay. Biggest
1: potential upsets of the weekend. All right. Why don't you start us off? You got All right. uh you got one that you like more than others?
2: I have several that I like. The biggest one for me it's in the NFL. And you're going to tell me I'm crazy when I say this. Because it sounds a, a little crazy when it comes out of my mouth. I think the Denver Broncos are going to beat the Buffalo Bills. Okay? Yep. I know I told you. Why? I know it sounds crazy. Well, yeah, why why you got that feeling? Buffalo has this listless feel to me. you mm-hmm. You're coming off a really emotional loss to Cincinnati. Denver's coming off a bye. They're, I think they're a little better at this point than we're letting on because Russell never turns the ball over. And I have a funny feeling. When I saw that number, I, I told myself when I I looked through the matchups, if that gets to, to a touchdown or more, and it did, it got to seven, mm-hmm. then I'm going Denver Broncos money line. Really? And I'm, that's where I'm at. I know that sounds crazy. It does sound crazy. I think Buffalo is overvalued at this point. Okay. And Denver is slightly undervalued. Not by much. I mean, I get wanting to
1: I know feeling like Buffalo's a listless team, but you just you just lost in the emotional loss, but you're on Monday night football. How can you
2: Mm -hmm. not get up for that game? Oh, it's not a not get up for it. I think Denver is a perfect setup for what Denver or for what Denver's a perfect setup for what Buffalo doesn't do particularly well. Mm Mm-hmm. We've said this. The offense runs through who? Stephon Diggs. He's going to get Patrick Sertan. Mm-hmm. That doesn't set up nicely. No. Nick Benito. What have we said about both tackles for uh, for the Buffalo Bills? They're big and they're slow. Mm-hmm. You harass Josh Allen. You look at the, the, the matchups with the receivers. I'm just – I'm telling you, Phew. I've had this feeling all week and nothing has changed. Hmm. All right. By the way, biggest line I've ever seen in, a, in an NFL game this weekend. Dallas Cowboys at home hosting Danny DeVito and the New York Giants. <laughs> 17. It's 17 and a half. Wow. 17 and a half, and I would bet my house on the Dallas Cowboys. No doubt.
1: No doubt about it.
2: That is my favorite upset pick of the weekend, and I cannot get away
1: from it. <laughs> you and I will both be on that one, and we'll get it wrong. It'll be a 15-point no, fif- no. win. No.
2: <laughs> you don't get to ride this. You take Buffalo, be on the wrong side. No, I was talking about the Giants. Oh, no, I'm, that, not, I'm not taking the Giants. No, hell
1: no. Can't be on that. Couldn't live with myself. Um, Wow, biggest upset.
2: Hmm. There's
1: a very close two to me. Well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'll, I'll throw out uh, the game that you're going to hear here on ESPN Asheville. Duke Blue Devils plus the 14-and-a-half against the North Carolina Tar Heels in Keenan. The one thing the Tar Heels have struggled with is stopping the run. And Duke does it very well, Mm -hmm. and that's all they're going to do. I I don't see how Duke wins that game without Riley Leonard. Oh, I don't think they win. I think think two touchdowns is too much.
2: Oh, so you're just taking the the number.
1: I'm taking the number. Okay. Duke plus the 14-and-a-half feels like it should be right in the realm
2: of possibilities. Yeah, I don't see it. You think they're blowing them out? I do. Okay. Duke without Riley Leonard is not good. The defense is fine, but the defense is always on the field because you can't complete passes. You mm-hmm. can't – there are no sustained drives. So, I'm. I, I will say I don't. I do not agree with you on that one. Really? That one will not be in uh, bangers tomorrow, I can <laughs> promise you. You're staying away from the 14. Tomorrow. This might be a week where I don't take a favorite. I have some favorites on the list. I mm-hmm. also have 16 dogs on the list. hmm Hmm. Next up.
1: It's not really a this – ain't, this ain't really a giant upset, but I think it would be just because of the names involved in the matchup. I'm going to take Missouri over Tennessee. They're right next to each other in the rankings. So it's not a huge matchup. But Tennessee's a two-point
2: favorite in Columbia, and I think that's a mistake. That's one of the 16 dogs. watching. It's only two-point. Right. Tennessee's only two-point favorite. It's not huge. I just don't really understand why Tennessee's a favorite in that game. I don't either. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I don't either. I mean, maybe it's
1: reaction from last week's Georgia game, but... I mean, Georgia's going to do that to anybody, right? Uh, I, mean, I mean, Missouri other than, was other than the Missouri had the, the ball line. with
2: a chance to take the lead in the fourth quarter. So,
1: but that's what I'm saying. Like, they're going to beat anybody. So you can't really knock Missouri for losing that game. They had
2: chances. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next pick, I think, is going to shock you
6: a little bit. Mm-hmm.
2: It's the Miami Hurricanes. You call it a weird gut feeling. You can call it me being a, a, a gross pessimist. I have a funny feeling that game's going to be way closer than it should be. And I'm not sure Miami doesn't win. If it wasn't in Doak, I would be taking Miami to win. Because that defense is good. Mm -hmm. And defensively, Florida State is not as good as – they have not been as good over the last handful of weeks. Now, they didn't allow a lot of points to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's playing their second quarterback. They have virtually no weapons. There's almost nothing they can do, and yet they lived between the 40s. I was not overly impressed, and it could be a look-ahead spot. Maybe Florida State blows them out. I just have a funny feeling they're not going to. hmm I'm surprised. Rivalry, I hate I hate the number. You I'll hate, go ahead and yeah, tell you, big, Miami's going to be one of the bangers tomorrow. Yeah, big numbers. 14-and-a-half in a rivalry game like that is mm-hmm. insane. Mm-hmm. And Miami's not as good as we thought they would be, but they have been just a, an absolute godsend, betting-wise. Mm-hmm. Because if you picked your spots with them, you could make a fortune. And I kind of have. Right. <laughs> I've been oddly accurate on Miami over the course of the year.
1: All right, next possible upset.
2: I'm debating between two. And I don't, I don't think you would take one of them. So I think I can hold on to that one for a minute. You kind of burned me on Missouri because I, wow. I I really hate that they're a favorite. Um, Oklahoma again. I'm taking my West Virginia Mountaineers plus 13. <laughs> I don't know what Oklahoma has to do for, for Vegas to figure out that that team is not particularly good. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure they don't get beat again. I have not been wrong on Brent Venables for one second for two years. It is painfully obvious that they play a decent team. And West Virginia is very decent. Mm -hmm. They should be seven and two. They're not. Still not over still not over that that Houston debacle. (laughs) But I just I flat out think West Virginia's better team. Mm -hmm. I know it's in Norman, but you're gonna after Bedlam, that crowd's not going to be as vocal. They now know they're playing for nothing. That has Fall on your face, spot written all over it. That's another one that surprises me. I'd, really? Yeah, I love betting West Virginia, and I hate Oklahoma. That should be the least yeah, surprising but I've thing. I've heard that ever you came say so mouth.
1: many times how bad West Virginia is, and not
2: this year. They're playing uh, pretty hard. Okay, for old Neil Brown, playing with, some, playing with some heart. Hey, they're just showing it. why the brain trust stuck with Neil Brown. Mm-hmm. Trust the process. I didn't. I'll go ahead and tell you, I was ready to fire him two years ago. Right. But they're not bad.
1: They're no, not bad. Not bad. Um, let's see. Underdog in the NFL. Hmm. I'm shocked you're struggling with this. I I, I really can't. I, re- I really don't know. I really, I mean, the Tennessee Titans.
2: Oh, that's a weak, that's a weak upset. You shouldn't be favored I'm, I'm, I'm that looking game. at all
1: of these lines, and I'm like, I, I don't really see it. Green Bay Packers against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't see a chance that Jordan Love goes into Amerisher Stadium or whatever, whatever the hell it's called and wins that game. As bad as Kenny Pickett's been. God, this is the reason. I'll go (laughs) Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. Plus three at home against the San Francisco 49ers. You got the West Coast team coming East Coast for a one o'clock kickoff. You've got the AFC versus the NFC, and those matchups haven't worked really well for the NFC so far. I mean, if I got to pick an upset, I think that's the one. When it comes time to pick this game tomorrow, I'm probably going with San Francisco to cover. But but if i got to go with an upset, that's
2: probably the closest one I see. God, this is why I do the gambling things. Of course This it is. is a week where I swear to you, I'm struggling to find favorites that I want to take. Seriously. Seriously. I am struggling to find favorites that I like. Really? That's insanity to me. Oh, well, good. Pick another I'm one. You'll see. you'll see two more than I like oh, a whole I'm sure, mess. I'm,
1: I'm sure you got it. You got it all. Because there's one. Out.
2: There's one that I'm pretty sure you weren't taking. That the second you say anything but that, I'm going to take it immediately. You're going <laughs>
1: to. Uh, well, I'll take Penn State and Michigan.
2: Yep, not in my top hundred. Yeah, Penn State's going to get drugged down the sidewalk. Think so, oh wow, oh, um, they can't score. Oh, 30, thirty. I'll say thirty-three to six. Really? Oh yeah. That's going to be a bloodletting. Hmm. Uh, Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings at home against New Orleans Saints. One of my top five favorite NFL dogs ever. 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 You give Josh Dobbs a week to actually, oh, I don't know, learn the names of the players in the building, and you're telling me that New Orleans team that is so disjointed offensively is going to go into Minnesota and beat them? Stop. And I like New Orleans better than most people do. But Brian Flores has had a really weird ability to take away that one thing that you really want to do, and I have a weird feeling he is going to have a plan for Taysom Hill, put all of this on Derek Carr, and I don't think he can do it on the road. That has a that has bad news bears written all over it to me. All right, final selection. Oh, you know, since you've been, been, been uh, cop-out Spencer over there, uh, Las Vegas Raiders, let's go. Beat the New York Jets. Jets are terrible. They're my team. I'm allowed to say it. Break my heart. I'll say what you really are. I think
1: this is a first for me. I
2: don't think I've ever seen a half a point spread. It won't stay that way. It'll be Jets minus one by. Uh, You know what they should tell you? The Raiders have been bet mercilessly. Anytime you see a spread that's half a point like that, Mm -hmm. it started higher than that. And I can tell you that definitively, and I did not look at the number. That was as soon as I saw Monday night, I immediately went, yep, Raiders. They'll get two weeks the coach the, the coach bump. Jets will go in there not be able to score again, and the Raiders will beat them. Mm-hmm. All right,
1: uh, final selection here. Upsets for the weekend. Hmm. I don't think there's a real chance of this happening, but, hey, you never know. You could have a rough offensive game from the uh, eventual, or who I believe will be the eventual Heisman Trophy winner, Michael Penix. I'll take Utah. Ugh. Well,
2: I mean, Ugh. hey, keep it within a score. You cover the spread at least. If they keep it within a score, uh, somebody should send T's and P's to whoever died because that's the only way that's happening. Utah is god-awful offensively Mm -hmm. all they can do is run now Oregon ran the ball down Washington's throat yes they did that is a markedly different offensive uh powerhouse than Utah.
1: true very true I mean it doesn't look like there's too many offensive problems after the last few weeks but they had that what they had that stinker against Arizona a couple of weeks ago so Arizona's good or Arizona State. That's Arizona the, State is not good. That's the one that they only scored 15 points in. Remember, it, everybody went, oh no, what's wrong with Washington? And then they immediately came out and, I mean, they struggled with Stanford, but still put up 42 points. And then they put up, what, half a hun- oh, more than half a hundred last week on USC.
2: Yeah, Arizona this week is, pr- that may be the only favorite I give out <laughs> in bangers. They're only a 10.5 point favorite at Colorado. And mm-hmm. that is is insane (laughs) they're gonna score a bunch oh yeah that's gonna be a whole lot to very little right you're in the
1: sportsocracy CSP ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. We'll be right back. The Asheville Championship returns to Harris Cherokee Center in Asheville, November 10th and 12th. This year's field is the best yet. The Clemson Tigers, Maryland Terrapins, Davidson Wildcats, and the Blazers of UAB. Four exciting matchups with a champion to be crowned at one of the premier early season tournaments in college basketball. For more information and to get your tickets, go to AshevilleChampionship.com. That's AshevilleChampionship.com. It all starts in Asheville, November 10th and 12th with a Southern Hospitality Touch.
4: Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina.
1: It's ESPN Asheville Threadbare Thursday here in the Spartocracy. Just throw out your topics in the YouTube stream. We will get to it before the end of the program here. Um, Aaron Rodgers back in the
2: news again. Jeremy, your, your savior, is he coming back? Uh, I, frankly, I really hope not. I do not want to see him behind that mess of an offensive line. I don't think it's going to matter. As I said in the last segment, I think they're going to lose to the Raiders this week, mm-hmm. and then you lose to the Raiders. You have to go to the Bills the following week, and then you got to play the Dolphins on a short week. That is zero and three. You're sitting at four and seven, written all over it. Why would I come back? Mm-hmm. And there's no possibility of him coming back before that Black Friday game. I mean, he put out the little graphic with the 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 watch that pointed at him coming back against the Browns. Okay, let's say just for argument's sake let's say this goes the way I think it will. Then you get a little uh, with the extended week. You play the Falcons on the 3rd of December. You beat them. You beat the Texans. You beat the commanders at home. If you stole one from the Dolphins, whether it's the one in New York on Black Friday or the one in Miami, Mm -hmm. that still only puts you at eight and seven. Then you would have to beat the Browns in Cleveland and New England in New England. I, is he coming back for that? I mean, because from what I've been told, that is the earliest he could possibly come back. That Washington game, maybe if he's even more bionic than he appears to be. If we've got a shot to run
1: the table, I think he comes back. If we All got right, a shot so to if make it's the playoffs a- and we win every game from here on out, I bet he comes back. I don't know. I don't think he should, but I think he will. Well, everything because he's I've, already said it now. Well, right? I mean,
2: and, and Dan Levitard, who, has there ever been a person in the history of time that has gone from the penthouse to the outhouse <laughs> of just being the biggest buffoon on the planet? What'd he say? Uh, well, apparently he knows better than uh, Aaron Rodgers' doctors mm-hmm. that, that he's more hurt than let on. What is more hurt than watching the man's Achilles snap on national television? Did, did anybody disputed that? Or, or did you think he was going to have the foot amputated? It's a it's a quote that's trending around social media right now. It's just a dumb take. Right. I mean, with the, spree, with the speed bridge that, that Aaron Rodgers has, Cam Akers came back in five months.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: He's a running back that has to cut far more often. Now, was he the same guy? No. I mean, there is a possibility that he could come back and play. I'm just not sure you're going to be in a position. Yeah. I, I don't see a path. You really needed to beat the Chargers this week, and I mean you've got an offense that has eight offensive touchdowns in nine games. Mm-hmm. That's that's hard to, or in eight games, excuse me, right. that's hard to wrap your brain around. Right. And does he really change anything? I mean, he does. He'll be able what does to, he
1: change? He will be able to get the ball out quicker. He'll be able to make his decisions quicker, so he will mitigate some of the pass rush in
2: that scenario. Zach Wilson got the ball out help. in two in just under two and a half seconds on Monday night. It mm-hmm. did not matter because mm-hmm. the pass rush was eating that pathetic offensive line for breakfast. Mm-hmm. The but one you think, difference do you
1: don't think that there'll be a difference.
2: You don't think it'll really change to I,
1: have Aaron Rodgers making that decision rather than Zach Wilson?
2: I don't think you can just have the hellhounds coming after him because if he beats you over the top you're beat it's not going to go careening over the sideline like it does with Zach Wilson so that probably takes somebody out of the box mm-hmm. it doesn't matter teams are getting home on the jets with four they're, they're not there's a misnomer that teams are just blitzing the 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 Heber out of them they're really not yeah that's how bad it is in front of him um mm-hmm. uh, I, I also fully believe he's invested in coming back next year. He said that from the jump. Mm-hmm. That's why he's worked so hard. Is, I mean, yeah, his goal is this year. But we've all always known that was. I'm not gonna say a pipe dream. It was just not super likely. I don't think it's.
1: I don't think it's a pipe dream for him. And I don't think it has. Oh, that's the to reason that with, I didn't use that term. And I, and I don't think it has anything to do with playoffs either. I don't think it has anything to do with your playoff chances.
2: If you guys lost every game from here on out. No shoddy steps on field. I bet you would. Doctors won't clear. That was the thing that I I told you I had a little information. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they're not competitive, they lose to the Raiders. You mark my words, this talk, this talk of Aaron Rodgers coming back, it'll die off. They'll shut it down. They'll shut it down completely. Mm-hmm. There's no reason. If I have to protect you from yourself, I'll do it. If I have to protect you from yourself, I will do it. They'll have to. I don't agree with you. If they're not competitive for the playoffs, then he will go, you know what? All right. This is a lost year. We'll build it back for next year. Our build back better will be far better than Joe Biden's. And uh, (laughs) we'll make a run at a Super Bowl next year. Because that defense is good enough to actually be Super Bowl competitive. If you had an offense that was even vaguely competent. Mm Mm-hmm nobody's ever doubted that but i mean the big problem with zach Wilson is that he doesn't have the mind that that aaron Rodgers does mm-hmm. I, I noticed this monday night when they were playing with the chargers how many times did i see something in a formation and now granted i'm seeing it from a television angle i'm not down on the field but a quarterback should be able to diagnose that and there were times it almost looked like zach was seeing it and he had no check there was what they were in shotgun and i don't remember i think they burned a timeout and it was honestly like he was computing in his head I have the wrong play call, but I don't know what to do. I don't know if he doesn't have the check. I I don't know. But I know definitively Aaron Rodgers would have gone scraping his forehead or something, and it would have been a touchdown. Right. Because it was very obvious the Chargers were selling out against the run. Garrett Wilson was one-on-one with the second corner. And Zach had nothing. Mm -hmm. And that's what really changes. Mm -hmm. Zach's got the arm talent. That's never really been a problem. It's that there's no trust there. Right. Because he will always make that catastrophic decision. Aaron Rodgers does change things for you. There's no doubt about it. Um, I think the line is so bad at this point. And maybe it is. And I'm not I'm not trying to say that the offense wouldn't be better with Aaron. It certainly would. I just don't know that it's going to change the, the success rate will go up a little bit. And so instead of eight touchdowns in eight games, you'll have... And that, we'll say that three-game stretch, you average 17 points, mm-hmm. 20 points, somewhere in there. And that's probably that's enough.
1: enough. That's enough with that defense. That's probably enough. That's all we needed. We've said this since the, or since the injury happened week one. That's all we need this offense to be able to do is to get me 17 to 20 points a week, and we're going to win every damn game because our defense is that good.
2: But, I mean, it's borderline irresponsible to me to put him behind this offensive line. I'll tell I you see that. I'll I'll tell you a fun story about the Jets as we speak. Uh, can a person be in two places at one time? No. No. Uh Joe Tipman is currently the starting center and the current starting right guard. <laughs> that that's how few linemen they have left. Mm-hmm. They just pulled Carter Warren off IR, so they at least have another tackle if Billy Turner can't play, and he's hurt too now. Mm-hmm. They've lost a lineman in every game this year. Yes. I've never seen anything like that's it. That's awful.
1: Absolutely awful. And no, I don't. I don't think Aaron should come back. But I feel like if, if it the was line le- was intact, I would have no problem. If with it, it was left up to him, I feel like he would. And once he starts spinning this narrative of "I'll be back," I'm going to do something I've never done before. He's never not paid one of those off, and no. now he's done it with this. And I don't feel like there's a way that he can go back on it it'll look bad if he goes back on it not now, not if not if they're not competitive not if the they're players. not competitive i it, he'll have more of an excuse but i don't think any of that's gonna happen they lose like, to the I raiders in think,
2: vegas this week and i promise you you won't hear it come out of his mouth again. yeah i don't think they're gonna lose to the raiders
1: this week um and you should be good enough to
2: to win some more games to keep it interesting Aaron the offense has just regressed to such a point, mm-hmm. and I have no faith in Nathaniel Hackett fixing it. Yeah. None.
1: Well, your only your only remedy there is for Aaron to come back to make that work, to make Nathaniel Hackett work. Is it worth doing it for three games at the end of the season? Yeah, well, that remains to be seen. But also, do you want to set the statement
2: for this is what you can look forward to next year? Not at the risk of his health. Not at the risk of him having to do this all over again. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You're in the Sportsocracy,
1: CSPN Asheville. When we come back, it'll be time to give you the most important message of the day.
5: Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business baking personally. Visit your local home trust branch or anytime at HTV.com. Member FDIC.
1: The best season of the year is here. Tailgate season. Monster Brewing presents this season's MVP. The Beast Unleashed. With four bold, familiar flavors. With zero caffeine and zero sugar. Beast Unleashed is your new pregame ritual. With
2: white haze, mean green peach perfect and scary berries there's a flavor for every fan the beast unleashed
1: six percent alcohol by volume unleashed responsibly must be 21 or over beast unleashed available at your local retailer back in the sportsocracy time for the most important message of the day don't do crimes yeah there's you know crimes always happening in new york city and You ever, Jeremy, there's a, there's an old movie line that I know you've never seen the movie, but the, but the line from the movie was, um, was the greatest trick the devil ever ever pulled was convincing the world that he didn't exist until I saw this headline. I feel like I've been one, I'd been on one side of that because I don't know, I guess in all of the latest news items of the day and all the things to worry about in the world between, you know, threats from the open southern border or, you know, the government stealing your money or you could have you just know, stopped at the wars government. or what, whatever is going on in the world. Um, I don't know, I just I just forgot that organized crime was still a thing. And in New York City, they've indicted 10 Gambino crime family members. I didn't even know the Grambino fi- crime family was still a thing. I don't know why I just assumed that it went away. Nope. But like after the whole John Gotti thing years ago, remember we had the big trials and all of that. For some reason that just all went out of my mind.
2: There's a Netflix special on this that uh, would have told you all of these things. Uh, and it's very good.
1: Uh, my wife has has mentioned it a couple of times that we should watch it. And I just I just haven't done that. But. Yeah, 10 members of the Gambino crime family have been indicted um according including uh among the charges here against them was uh well they were they were trying to take over New York City's garbage hauling and demolition industry. That's how that that's the reason that organized drunk crime will never go away right. in New York. Uh which included according to the story here a hammer attack that sent one worker to the hospital. And a grim threat to cut a business owner in half with a knife. They're still doing stuff old school in New York City. Hammers. You should <laughs> that's just just hammers. Uh the sixteen count indictment lists the defendants. Some of these names are just I mean, they're clear chef's kiss Italian mobster names. Joe Brooklyn Lonnie.
2: That sounds about right uncle ciccio fifi fifi is not uh i'm I'm gonna go with (laughs) you drew a short straw when they were assigning names angelo fifi Gradoloni. yeah just go by your full name (laughs) because that sounds like a mobster name fifi sounds like a cat that pees in tank shoes (laughs) yeah
1: or my favorite 36 year old uh vincent vinny slick minscaro from staten island He's the one that you don't want to mess with.
2: My story, as is often the case, it's about Florida man. It's actually about a slew of Florida men. And this is not actually crimes. It's simulated crimes. The first ever Florida man games are set for February 24th in St. Augustine, Florida. And you might be asking, what exactly are the Florida man games? Well, the create the founder of this Pete Melfi, It's just like us. He sees a lot of wacky headlines, and it often has to do with people in Florida. So he has come up with a a set of events, five events, for 16 teams of three to five people apiece. One of them is called a catalytic converter, two bikes, and a handful of copper pipes, a race against time. Yeah, it's, ex- it's exactly yep. what you think it is. You have yep. to disable a catalytic converter out of a car, steal two bikes that are chained up, and then steal copper wires from out underneath a house. Yes. Other games that will be seen in the events are the evading police relay. They have actually gotten real-life police officers uh, that are going to chase people through a maze uh, as they try to evade the police. I like that. Uh, they are accepting applications. They have received well over 200 applications, and by the end of the day, it might be 201. No, no. I, this is not the event for you. By February 24th, I will be in markedly better shape, especially if I can adhere to my no boozing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also Here's have the-, the
1: problem. Here's the problem. One of those events will require you to use tools. And I, oh, yeah. <laughs> and you don't,
2: you don't have the skill, the particular set of skills. Okay, and and I do not have that particular set of skills. Right, but the other three, I think I'm very well equipped for the beer belly Florida sumo. Okay, the weaponized pool noodle mud duel, mm-hmm. and the category five cash grab. I have very large hands. You do. I I feel like three of those events i would be a hammer yeah and it it's teams of five so okay maybe there's oh. one of those that i don't need to use tools okay and if it's pick and lock i'm not too is this
1: uh is this like every team member has to do each event or is it doesn't this, say that in the story you see that's where that's where i'm going with this like can we leave jeremy out
2: of this event do we only need four members of the team to do these events. So basically that means I need some team members that do crimes. Uh there are also <laughs> there are also general admission tickets available. Plenty of of other events that you could participate in if you don't want to be a part of the games. Okay. The chicken coop bingo, uh, an obstacle course, mm-hmm. a mullet contest. There you go. You can win that one. Double entry there. And a ride on a mechanical alligator
1: yeah i said what i said uh, what's the challenge there do alligators i mean
2: well it probably wouldn't be easy to ride one i just well,
1: no it, but i'm thinking a mechanical alligator can't move like a normal alligator so is this moved. just like a
2: Broken bull kind of thing that they put scales on and <laughs> and just for, just because this is in the last line of the story your judges for this event will be dan nitro clark and Lori ice fedrick From American Gladiators. Oh, ice
1: is going to be there. I want to go now. I liked her. Yes.
2: We all liked her.
1: (laughs) I saw the documentary. I still like her.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: Uh, Patrick Holt said this is the felon Olympics and the winning team gets matching ankle bracelets. No doubt. What do you win for winning the Florida Man Games? Oh, it's ankle bracelets
1: definitely gold ankle bracelets they give away bracelets for the world series of poker you definitely get beeper monitors on your ankle that are gold for this a, that is a good one yeah um That's a good one let's see 24 giant, karat gold ankle bracelet yeah giant aviator sunglasses also would be a a good one i'm thinking something i wear in aviators the, every single day i so. was thinking something in the realm of like well maybe not aviators is the maybe that's not the right thing pit to say vipers here. yeah kind of like that because I, I was thinking like a las vegas elvis like those kind of glasses that just cover the whole face
2: it's like a wwe championship belt for your face so something that the natural light boy hick flair would wear Yes. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. Hmm.
1: Something that uh, a cross between Coco Beware and the Million Dollar Man would have worn. So, me? Yes. 100%. Indeed. (laughs) Uh, You're in the Sportsocracy, ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. What will be the decision? Jim Harbaugh, is he getting fired or not fired? Is he getting suspended? Is he getting fined
2: by the Big Ten? I, I I almost hope it is a fine, just because how absolutely pathetic that would look. Uh, some, oh, we find him two hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> awesome. I think it was. Uh, it was it was the number two
1: guy on uh, on the Dan Patrick show earlier today that said the actual best way that to create the most outrage that they possibly could with a punishment for Jim Harbaugh would be to suspend him for one game, and we're suspending him for the Maryland game. So he gets to be there for Penn State. He gets to be there for Ohio State. They're going to suspend him for
2: one game, and he misses the Maryland game. You can suspend him for the uh, Big Ten title game, too. (laughs) Because that could be... Not much competition. Well, that could be against Iowa, who uh, you want to take a stab at what the over-under in their game with Rutgers is this week? What? What the over-under for Rutgers-Iowa is? Uh, uh, 27. 28. <laughs> it's the lowest debuting line in college football history. Good and luck. it hasn't gone up. And it won't. And guess what? I'm going to bet it, too. Are you betting the under? Until I see an Iowa line that is 19 and a half, <laughs> I am not taking the over. You want to hear the, the wildest stats you will ever hear? What's that? So, the the Northwestern-Iowa game. That was at Wrigley Field. It finished ten to seven. That was only the ninth highest scoring game at Wrigley Field this season. <laughs> they play baseball there. Mm-hmm. They don't score points like that. It, it runs in that instance. Right. Um, there were eight baseball games that had higher scores than ten to seven at Wrigley Field this year. Wow. Offensive
1: futility. At oh, its finest.
2: Brutal. Brutal.
1: Just brutal. Um. The correct, I, I'm I'm still not sure. I'm still not sure what the correct position should be here.
2: Part of me feels I don't know that like, there is a correct here. Uh, there
1: is, but but not right now. Well, there's, there's a yeah, but to all of it. Well, here yeah, but c- because here's the problem. What if it is far fetched? What if it's so stupidly unbelievable that that's actually true? That it's it's actually true that Jim Harbaugh had no clue he didn't know he trusted the guy way too much he thought he was getting you know he had a he thought he had a wonder kid right he thought he had some kid that could read defenses and he didn't ever think for a second that this guy was sending people to other games and scouting out signals
2: and studying them and and knowing them and all of that maybe that's true then you should be fired for being absolutely unmitigatingly the dumbest person on the history of the planet maybe maybe so but that's a school issue right that's not a big 10 issue
1: the Big Ten can't come in here and say, "Oh, you, you know, you can no longer coach here." One hundred percent, you can. I mean, they could. But we, we've done how to. many
2: times have we done that? Where uh, you get sanctioned for lack of institutional control because of something that happened on your watch?
1: Yeah, but the Big Ten's never done that. That's what uh, I'm Ohio
2: State, the tattoo scandals and all that with Jim Trestle. Mm-hmm. They never definitively proved that he knew anything. Mm-hmm. What they proved was that if you are the head coach of this institution, you should know what mm-hmm. is going on here, and that's what they'd get Jim Harbaugh with. Mm-hmm. And the only problem is that that's going to take a considerable amount of time. Right. That's where this, that's where this is always falling apart for me. Time's not on your side. It's just not. Because you're going to try to adjudicate this quickly. It's going to end up in court, and when it goes to court, it's going to get shot down. Mm-hmm. Or you'll end up with a, a, a TRO on it that lasts through the playoff, and then we're talking about this again in March. When Jim Harbaugh is probably the head coach of the Chargers or the Raiders. There's no other way this ends. Jim Harbaugh will be somewhere else. He will be in the
1: mm-hmm. NFL at the end of this season. Mm-hmm. I agree. He cannot continue to do this, and Michigan can't continue to do it with him. There's no way after this season that Michigan can come back and go, okay, yeah, you remember that contract extension we were talking about? Even if he wins the title, I don't think it. I really don't think it's coming. I don't It will I don't be see the moment anyway.
2: where he goes – see y'all later i gotta go well that would be the most fitting as he wins a national title and then
1: oh yeah he wins a national title he leaves and then they take the national title away from him
2: that's exactly how this is which is still the most pathetic uh punishment for anything oh that thing that we all saw yeah that didn't happen but it did though Mm -hmm. well in the record books it didn't who cares the greatest poetic justice here
1: would be They lose to Ohio State. They lose to Ohio State. Absolutely. The greatest poetic justice here is let the problem solve itself. Right? You let Harbaugh go through this season. Um he loses to Ohio State. He decides it's time to move on and the it takes Michigan off the hook, right? Michigan would have cause to fire him anyway. So whatever's in his contract, I'm sure there's lawyers that will get them out of whatever payment would be due or
2: whatever that is. I don't think there's a path that they fire him.
1: Mm, I think he steps
2: down before it gets to that point. I don't think they would even push that seriously. Mm -hmm. No, I I don't. I do. If Jen says, "Do you realize how irrelevant I'm not going anywhere?" They would have to. I don't agree with you. I, I don't. Do you realize how irrelevant Michigan was for 25 years before Jim Harbaugh showed up? Mm -hmm. They're not doing this of their own volition. Now, if the NCAA comes in and hands, I, I, and I don't even know how they would do that. Um, show cause has always been, that's always been the, the NCAA's way of keeping somebody out, but they were already gone. That's how I would say this goes is that the season, whatever happens, happens. They win a national title. They don't, um, and then he takes the Chargers job or the Raiders job or, or the Bears or whichever one it is he decides he wants. And then the NCAA puts a 10-year show cause on him. I mean, 62, 61? Mm-hmm. Yep. I and mean, now you have a show cause on you that would put you into your the, the early part of your 70s. So that removes you from the sport in, in, for all intents and purposes. Mm-hmm. And then you throw a three-year on everybody else on the staff. I mean, because I don't think anybody on the staff's getting this job. No. They would go big game hunting. I don't know for who. Yeah, you're not handing this to Mike Hart. I don't know. Michigan's weird about giving uh, the Michigan man thing. And and I don't know who you have in the family that you would want to give this job to. Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. I think if it wasn't for the scandal, that's probably who it would be. Mm-hmm but with all of this hanging cover. over his head, I yeah. don't think you No, can you do have that.
1: to you have to sever this. You have to cut it out at some point. I I don't know what the Big 10 will do. Um you know, I said it from the jump. I think indefinite suspension is probably the most logical thing. And then you give it a week or two and let things die down and then you go, "Okay, in, you know, indefinite suspension over." Here he's back for the Ohio State game, and then we move on. And then maybe we call it good after that, right? I mean, it won't be over for Michigan. Michigan's still going to have problems after this. Once the NCAA's on your case, they're going to stay on your case for a while. But it'll be over for Harbaugh. And he won't have to worry about it anymore. It's a win-win for him. It's just everybody else in maize and blue that I feel bad for. Because this could have an effect. This is a sign. The the, the sign sealing scandal is as big of a deal as they made it out to be with the Houston Astros in baseball. I just don't feel like most people care.
2: And to me, it's an exponentially bigger deal than uh, the Astros deal. Why? Uh, Because one's baseball and one's football. (laughs) It's the exact same crime. Not really. I mean, if you don't understand how knowing what somebody's going to do in football is a much, much bigger deal than it is in baseball, I can't really help you. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's he knows when he's going to steal second. He still has to throw him out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so I know he's coming. You still got to throw the pitch before he takes off. So it's not like we're going to sit here in a a, a, a standoff. Like uh, I know what you are going to do. You still got to gun him out, and somebody's pretty mm-hmm. fast. I mean, if you know if you know
1: the pitch is coming. Then it's easier to hit. You know what plays
2: coming in football? It's still easier to stop. It. It's about the same. Still got to hit it. You still got to stop. Oh, I know it. a curveball is coming. Cool. You had a one and three shot at that mm-hmm. anyway. Uh, I know a run is coming as opposed to a pass, and you're not going to check out of it. Yeah, that changes things a lot.
1: Mm. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM.
4: I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times. And that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis.
7: At Ingalls, we're proud to sponsor area athletics at all levels, whether we're building new fields for t-ball, celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park. We're here for the fans. No one gets the dedication to the home team like you guys. And we've got all the sports you can handle. It's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings.
0: The Sportsocracy. We treat star athletes better because they're better people. That's not
4: fair. Life
1: isn't fair, kiddo. Get used to it. It is the Sportsocracy closing it out for a Thread Bear Thursday. Thursday night football tonight, Carolina Panthers
2: and the Chicago Bears. <laughs> what was that? It was more of a walrus than it was a, yeah. a bear. <laughs> I, mean, I can't do a bear growl, and if I was going to, it certainly wouldn't be for the Chicago Bears. <laughs> that bear that bear has been tranquilized. <laughs> that was great that bear lost his mind at the zoo and had to be put down that was was like the growl of winnie the pooh oh that's what what i should have done winnie the pooh that's that's the only bear that you really i don't believe we're going to score very much
1: tonight (laughs) 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 it's gonna be an absolutely terrible game I'll i don't watch know the what, all 22 tomorrow. i don't know if there's anything really worth uh watching out of this be, over be good under to see.
2: when i get the the media recap mm-hmm. in the morning which mm-hmm. will probably be all of this game that i see and now i say all of that and i will still watch every down of it because i'm a degenerate and i'll still find some way to wager it yes how long is the recap of this game average nfl games 15 to 20 minutes mm-hmm. how long will this one be i'd say nine to ten i'll go four and a half Jets Giants was five minutes so I, oh, I it? yeah with all the punts oh well and the punts were sped up
1: yeah see I don't know if you're gonna have that I don't know if you'll have that many punts in the game they're gonna be plenty sure but I think this might end up being a high scoring affair and when I say high scoring affair I mean like in the 20s 24 21 something like that I'm I'm on the Carolina Panthers plus the three and a half wow <laughs> it's that hook
2: that got me oh that's what got you that's not the fact that secret bajin's man probably throws at least an interception tonight Uh, i mean maybe
1: but do i trust that the panthers will do anything with it not really not really so uh, i'm on the panthers tonight enjoy the football yeah we'll be we'll be back with you tomorrow for a football friday tune in right here on espn ash